0: and welcome to episode 513 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host Michael Raparas coming to you from the Laser Cat 006 Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want it to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com/lasertime and join us at the $20 level. Who's joining me now? Christopher who paid way more than any
1: of that for this to happen. Sorry, I was caught off guard. And,
2: finally, the Matt has come back to the podcast. It's, it's Matthew Allen. I wasn't actually gone this time. I'm, I'm here. And s-
0: special guest joining us for the first time, it's... Jarrett, who did pay absolutely nothing to be
1: here. Oh, come on.
0: Jarrett, not
2: spelled uh, J-A-R-R-E-T, I hope, right? Uh, Literally spelled that way.
3: What? <laughs> like Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. I like spell Jeffri- it like Jarrett. A double
1: O-G-N-E, gone! Sorry, I remember. <laughs> and Jarrett, where
0: can people see or hear more of your work? If you have been on
3: YouTube and got a weird advertisement or uh, the algorithm has pointed you to check out a preview for a game you didn't hear about and didn't care about from IGN.com. If you were to click on that, you would probably be hearing me read my words about this
2: game. <laughs> this is quite <nice>. the <laughs> preamble, wow.
3: <laughs> Give me one example at least,
1: Jared. Um
3: Jesus. I think the game, the, the most recent game where I got a pitch from an editor there and was like, what the fuck is this, is Veiled Experts, mm. uh, which just was recently in beta. And it is a Korean-like asymmetrical shooter. And 10 out of 10? It definitely is something that if you looked at it, you'd be like, I'm good on that. But uh, with some uh, fancy graphic design on top of a nice little still in YouTube, maybe you're interested in clicking on a six-minute video (laughs) where I tell you exactly that. I
2: just just realized you were saying Korean and then like as an interjection, not... Korean-like, as in Souls-like, no, it's like, <laughs> roguelike. It's a yeah, Korean-like it's, shooter. It's, de- it's
0: not like... It, a lot yeah, of garlic. It, the K-pop isn't
2: randomized. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
0: garlic
1: in this this game.
0: <laughs> and and you are also the only host of Welcome to the Thing, who has not previously been on this show. So, yes. welcome! To our thing. Yeah, Welcome, welcome to, the thing. to the Other Thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. A, a podcast run by a friend of the show, T.L. Foster.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and TL have like kind of orbited around one another uh, for a long time, and we've been trying to do something, and I think the thing that stopped us from doing anything is we tried to overthink what we were doing. Mm. So instead, we just decided to turn some microphones on and start talking, which is why the name is also a thing we made up while we were doing it. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> no, no, nothing not formal go going on here. I love nice. the
1: shirts, though. Uh, I'm yeah. considering buying the, I love the Sh- logo. Shirt yeah. Magnet, uh, TL Foster. And TL like knows unlike merch. Unlike, uh, knows merch. unlike our shirts, it's like if you're wearing that out, like welcome to thing. What is that? Like no one asks me about like any of my dumb video game shirts, but like I imagine, <laughs> what is welcome to thing? Like that would get a question or two. Yeah, just put a bunch of words on a shirt, and they'll be like, "Is this a sentence? <laughs> what do you? What does this mean?" <laughs> You'll get questions. It'll start yeah. a conversation. Conversation starter for sure. What's the elevator pitch? You got to ask me. It's also a conversation ender. Usually,
0: <laughs> it's a podcast. We, I'm out of Where, a podcast where going? Where, where are you going? Excuse me. <laughs> this for this week's show, Jarrett. You're you're a big fan of wrestling, so we wanted to make you feel wrestling, or make you feel wrestling, make you feel welcome <laughs> with a wrestling themed topic. I don't want to feel wrestling. That too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody want to feel wrestling. those ropes. Right. Doesn't doesn't everybody want to feel wrestling? Isn't that the point of haptics? I'm the, I am.
1: I have never wanted to be in the ring more than now at 42, uh-huh. which is dumb. Sounds it's like a sub. good
0: midlife crisis thing.
1: This yeah,
3: happens. Really. This is a yeah. this is a thing that happens, especially like the older you get, and if if you if you find yourself working like adjacent to the press, you start like seeing the veil become like get lifted, and you kind of see how it works. You're like, I could probably do that, and then yeah. you realize your back hurt this morning, and you're like,
1: mm-hmm. it, it already <laughs> did, and I didn't Maybe do anything. Don't do this. Like, uh, but it's like I don't have kids. I don't have a 401k. Why not get in the ring and be pumped? Why not for a maybe while? fall on my neck and paralyze yeah. myself for yes. <laughs> my life? Yes. Yes, I'll at least get some of that sweet sweet government money yeah. and I would not yeah. have to do this anymore. They're, uh, they're
0: not really getting hurt and that's the same as uh, it's not really a physical exertion in the mind. who's that never done it.
1: Why I thought you brought this up because um you, uh, Michael was pitching topics about wrestling and games and I really loved a tweet I don't have the person's name here in front of me, but he was like, look how much wrestling has inspired Street Fighter 6. And I never noticed it before. Oh, yeah. Like, Zangief grabbed E. Honda. E. Honda puts puts his hand on Gief's thigh, Mm -hmm. which is something you do to brace yourself to help someone pick To lift your weight, too. Yeah, And and then Honda lifts his neck. And then, and then Geef puts his hand under his neck to protect him. Like this is the ballet of wrestling in Street Fighter, which is all about hurting your opponent. Do, doing and they're the just,
3: exact right. opposite. Yeah, yeah they're right. doing yeah. they're
1: doing kayfabe wrestling moves. It's, and I'm saying that like this is glorious because what a great way to like this is a PG game. Like they're not trying to hurt one another; they're just trying to whittle down their life bars. Because most <laughs> of these moves should break your neck, unless Zangief is putting his. <laughs> I, I, I cradled your neck I don't want you to get hurt.
2: When <laughs> oh Chris when he does the spinning pile driver 20 feet into the air that man's the, the top what? of his head is tucked between his thighs so it doesn't it actually hit the ground wasn't right? it wasn't the, the until fact that...
3: that he's moving at 100
1: miles an hour in a circle like, <laughs> uh, i i'm I'm a uh like a three times lapsed wrestling fan but right now like really into it and just like if you're not into our four lady use listeners um Ballet for men. It's really fun. It's like it's like well choreographed ballet for violence. Hmm. And and it has infiltrated video games in a way that I think most of us have just kind of just accepted and don't really understand anymore and that's what we wanted to sort of explore in this episode.
0: Well, By the it,
2: way, if you didn't offend the four female listeners, you'd certainly offended the four male listeners who
1: are friends of ballet that are like, "Hey, what do you mean ballet I, for me?" No, I no. Love ballet. I get ballet more once I rea- like I didn't I you know, I spent 20 years of my life thinking wrestling was, like, violence. And and, and once I didn't and Wait. started enjoying it on a different level, like, when I go see ballet, I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, that's You really thought cool. wrestling
2: was real for 20 years?
0: No, or not, not really. 20 <laughs>
1: years necessarily.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, dude. I, 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 I got I was, into
0: it briefly in college just because I realized, like, oh, it's like a stunt show. I like, was that's born, born in
1: the 1960s, by the way. Jarrett doesn't know this. It's yeah. and,
0: <laughs> and also, uh, yeah, so you, so you brought up Street Fighter and pro wrestling. Like, I've always thought it's an interesting take that Street Fighter is already basically pro-wrestling. Like, you've got the pageantry, you've got the costumes. Plus, you know, it established all fighting games have to have at least one... Pro wrestler character, yeah, in there somewhere. Whether it's but even like or like, yeah, some guy architect. based on yeah. Hulk Hogan or whatever. Everything
3: it also character. comes from a Japanese culture of yeah. treating mm. pro wrestling like a martial art, yes. exactly, like side by side with other real shoot martial arts. Like you are, mm-hmm. if you are a pro wrestler, this is yeah. a, a a sort of style of violence that you practice and that you could put up against anyone else. Mm-hmm. You you carry it like it's real because mm-hmm. to you it is, and in a way it is, you, especially you back the, in the eighties where. They, UWF is a perfect example of a oh, promotion UWF. made where two <laughs> dudes just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. They knew what the ending, one of you were winning. That was all you knew. You're the rest gonna of the, a of You're going to go out there now for 15 minutes and hit each other for real until you don't want to do it anymore. And then someone's going to get pinned. And uh, that worked for like three years and they realized that maybe watching two dudes just fight each other. Uh, but like they're not they're, they're like pretending to be co-op fighting each other but they're not very good at it they're just giant they're just do's dads beating yes. the shit out of each other mm-hmm. maybe what, what, what's excellent to point maybe out like a little like, more than that
1: in, in Japan wrestling like everyone kind of has known the deal maybe for longer than America but it's still covered like a sport and it's still respected I think a little more I think wrestling now is, is respected more uh, in the zeitgeist than it's ever been but fewer people are watching it than ever before. Yeah, weird, oddly
3: enough, like people when it, when seven million people were tuning in on Mondays, you know, in nineteen ninety nine or whatever, uh, people thought it was more of a sideshow than, than they do now. Than, now with you know, one million, million people, people watching it. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, we say that though, but I mean, fewer people are watching every program on television true. than ever right. before. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so there's so like, many I, options I would, everywhere. I'd be curious if you compared wrestling's ratings with just the rest of. You know, cable TV. Like, did it? Is it no, worse? No, I, is it
1: holding I, I, it better? I think. I think there's something to put alongside that. What, what Jarrett was talking about with uh, Japan has always covered it in the sports paper. Like, and they really adhere to kayfabe way more so than America. And Sports Illustrated is sort of doing that. They they do regular. Interviews with wrestlers and they talk about storylines and they don't try, they try not to break those. But Japan has never stopped doing that, Canada has never stopped doing that, Mexico has never stopped doing that. And and and, and it just here, where like, uh, there's a couple of like hoity toity people, like, it's fake, and like. Jesus Christ! Like I'll give you six months to prepare. You so do is this. Game of
0: Thrones.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. surprise! surprise. So everything everything you watch on TV is. So smooth. is ballet. Mm. But it hurts. <laughs> You've seen Black Swan. It hurts. It yeah. fucking hurts. By right. the way, so are some of the sports you think are real.
2: They're actually works sometimes. Yes. Like it happens. <laughs> Cheating happens. It's, yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, wrestling has been a part of video games since the early days. You know, some of the the earliest video games were wrestling themed, and then of course you know wrestling uh moves and other things started making it into non-wrestling games over the years like you know everybody remembers this bit from final fantasy 6 that is a strange. (laughs) (laughs) That is the train getting suplexed and slowly just, I guess, bursting into flames and fading away. <laughs> what a wild thing to like, because
3: at this point, the other two uh, members of the party have really only, they've only spent, you know, I guess, are you going to argue maybe a day or two together at this point?
1: Mm, yeah. No, Jared, maybe I, have, I have mad questions. I have not played this game. Oh, maybe well, Edgar knows this about Sabin. Yes.
3: but Sion doesn't. Dude so turns around I, I mean, honestly, a as the player, like, oh, shit.
2: Yeah. as the player, we didn't know this about him because the move is just called Blitz, and it does well, different no, things so, depending yeah, on yeah. who he's against. It right? does, right.
0: and and the neat thing about Blitz is that it was heavily inspired by Street Fighter, in that like they were each move had a button combination you had to put in, like a special move, and then he would execute it. So he he had like a, a Hadoken fireball style attack, uh, and I, I think it's called Meteor is. It's not even really a suplex. He picks up an enemy, jumps off screen and then slams them upside down into the ground. <laughs> and yes, he can do that on a full-size ghost train that is chasing you down the tracks. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's, it's I mean it's one of the as best he lands moments on in his the game. back
2: and they land on their back. That right. is a suplex, mm-hmm. right? Right, right on the neck, baby.
0: And and uh Sabine or, or how did you pronounce it? Sabin or Sabin. 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 yeah,
2: like Nick Sabin.
0: Yes, however you pronounce it, Sabin. Sabin Michael knows uh, who that is. <laughs> yeah. he is I, uh, do yes. that, I do that not that man. <laughs> <laughs> I love being uh, able to
1: talk ar- the one episode we can talk around Wikipara. But like <laughs> tell would... us about your favorite wrestler. Well, <laughs> I'm
0: I'm trying to do a Wikipara thing here because uh <laughs> as you pointed out to me, Chris, Saban is not the only classic video game character to do a suplex. <laughs> That's motherfucking uh, Kirby. Kirby. Kirby can do a, a long-standing suplex.
1: ability to do su- a suplex. Does he have to eat a wrestler first? Or he, what, well, how, how does he get
0: yeah, that? certain certain mid-bosses, I think, starting with uh, Kirby Superstar Saga, the Super Nintendo the Super one. Super Nintendo one, yeah. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he can just pick up enemies and slam them into the ground. It's great. Big but, New
3: Japan dojo guy, that Kirby.
2: Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, he's a young lion. That's <laughs> what you don't know and, and is often...
0: Yeah, and I think he can do it in Smash also, so... Uh,
1: yeah, and, and whatever the latest Kirby Battle Royale. I, I don't play a lot of new Kirby games, and I know they always Kirby come the them Fighters all too. Chris, is that yeah. what you are referencing? I, no, no. <laughs> I just know that every Kirby game comes with like some fighting mode where like this was too dull for me in the regular
0: mode. Like, why, why do I want to play like this? So once again, top five non wrestling video games that have wrestling moves beginning with number five
1: your father's actions have nothing to do with you
0: yeah but his blood does it's the whole reason why we're even here i mean come on you really think that crazy doesn't run in the family that nothing of who my father was didn't somehow get
1: passed on down to me you of all people should know that's true
4: i'm just saying man that i am
0: things that i've done at least it all makes a little bit more sense now and the things that he's done include doing the DDT on zombies in which mm-hmm. game? Resident Evil Six? Yeah. I would have also All accepted
2: four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like four and six.
3: I I love- yeah, four started something that never stopped. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. Four four I didn't even realize, like I knew that it you could do kicks. I didn't realize you could uh, just literally pick up the ganados and suplex, suplex them, make their heads explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't remember if it's four or six where you can do a bulldog, which is, that is, where you run and grab the person behind their head, then you leap off your feet and let your weight carry them face down onto the ground, sort of beside you. You you I think that might be both as well.
3: It's definitely in six, but it also might be in four.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely wrestling moves in four is there a drop kick in four? Dropkick in four I mean <laughs> there's a super kick constantly in four. Yeah, you're roundhouse <laughs> kicking everyone <in laughs> That's four. true. You uh, know, I hate it when the zombies slap their legs when he's doing it though. I think that's <laughs> bullshit. But
0: but yeah, Resident Indy Evil. Marks. Resident <laughs> Evil Six, like, is the one that really upped the action ante. And uh so like, you know, Resident Evil Four introduced that stuff, Resident Evil Five more action-y, Resident Evil six was notable, and then it's like it becomes an essential part of your strategy to pull off wrestling yeah. moves on zombies, yeah, because you you have limited ammo, so you like you you yeah, shoot yeah. them once to stun them, and then you like run up and uh, do a power bomb or whatever. It, it's way better than
2: knifing them their corpse on the ground like you yeah. used to do yeah. the same. Like Stabbing them the in the
0: knee, knee or
3: whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, I I, ju- I, I want just... to say Chris hits a lariat in five too.
2: Oh, probably yeah.
3: Yeah, which is yeah. just a, no. He a, does sort like, of a like, clothesline, like, Michael.
1: And, for, and and and, oh, and but Leon in particular, who is like the least capable looking character mm. yeah. <laughs> in he's four and done. six. Come on, he's, come on, he's, he's Van Damme. Look. They're like you're five five, but we're gonna
3: make you look crazy in all these yeah. games. True. Yes.
2: Yeah. You're actually just a really good dancer that we will turn into <laughs> a martial artist.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, and and possibly the the craziest martial artist in six is. Jake, he's who's the mercenary who, who partners Stink. up with sh- adult Sherry Birkin, and is revealed to be Wesker's son. Mild spoilers, uh. Uh, but you know it, it it lets him rely heavily on martial arts, like you know more so than the other characters. Like he, you can use a gun as him, but it's almost more effective if you just run in and start throwing punches and uh, and throws and shit. So it's um, like
3: a lightning arm at some point too.
0: That sounds like him, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it, but yeah, it's not great. <laughs> you mean Wesker's
2: offspring has super powers and is completely ridiculous? No. He mutates into a
1: man thing? Yeah. That doesn't sound like Wesker. Seven <laughs> seconds is all I have to pin you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, that game was most fun because of the, the ADA campaign, but then they locked that off uh, at first. And I think they patched it. So, like, you can just start at any time. We, we, we're sorry we're withholding the best content.
2: But I do it. love that, like, I think, you know, we think of like six is where Resident Evil went ridiculous with the action, but like, mm-hmm. no. thinking about it, it's like, well, it was really four. Four flicked that switch. Like, yeah, yeah, there
0: are wrestling moves in four. This four thing, started the it. ball rolling. Six really ran with it and made it yeah. super obvious and big, and everybody's just suplexing zombies yeah, all just, the goddamn time.
2: Here, I want to be in the designer's room, though, when this conversation happened, right? Like, okay, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to go big? Like, we want this to feel more action. Okay. What if we let them walk while shooting? Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, it's yes, cool. I like this it. Is new and this is new. then what if we let them power bomb zombies just out of the blue? Like fuck. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's run with it. Right.
1: It's- I, I find that wonderful and hilarious, and, and like also evidence of what we were talking about—how ubiquitous wrestling was in Japanese culture, where like people wouldn't really bat an eye, like if people were able to do regular wrestling moves on these zombies. Whereas, you know, I think a couple of people in America are like
0: well, this series
1: is getting ridiculous and like, sorry, like <laughs> we yes. see these moves on a regular basis on television <laughs> in a thing we consider is real. And also, I hate to break it
3: to you, but this series is about uh, two of these games are about the same city getting nuked because it was mm. uh, taken. It, it was because underground was a pharmaceutical company. That's a surprise, yes. not a pharmaceutical company. It was experimenting on all the people there. Yeah. You mean uh, the series so that let me realism play? Realism is of tofu. probably out the window at this point. Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah, the series that let me play as a piece of tofu is ridiculous. You don't
1: say. Yeah, but, but like know. something something that's playing in in the same cultural suspended belief that I think maybe had a little weird tra- translation in America, mm-hmm. but like it, it's an interesting way to like it's a survival game. Your ammo is precious. Learn, <laughs> learn <laughs> the Shawn Michaels somebody. Like, it's also know. very
3: Western, right? The Resident, yeah. the Resident Evil series is like. Now, intentionally, yeah. like these are American cities. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this could Actually, happen to you. This special, could happen in your suburb or whatever.
2: Zombie game, Western series that also has a ton of wrestling moves. The Dead Rising series had a few yeah. along the way. Yeah. I think in two is where it really started. There, two, two, there specifically.
1: Yeah, that. yeah. Yep. That's a Canadian developer, but again, same respect for wrestling. I mean, Western mm-hmm. is Captain Canadian.
0: I, I didn't say yeah. American. <laughs> I think I said Western. <laughs> All right. Let's move along to number
3: four Green Bay down by oh
1: with the late hit Michael was like can one of you guys who played this game get this sound effect I'm like it's just going to be a cacophony of elbows and grunts (laughs) yeah
0: like (laughs) like this second one
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <man>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a football
2: game. But the, my favorite part is like the sound samples are, are literally walking all over each other. Like yes, as yes. things happen in the game. It's like start a new sample. Start a mm-hmm. new sample. Mm-hmm. This Imagine
3: is my, like owning your pizza place in like 1999 or whatever. Oh, yeah, uh, 99. Fucking,
2: you're right. Yeah, Blitz 99. And this yeah.
3: goddamn mm-hmm. cabinet will not stop.
2: I mean, this cabinet wouldn't stop because this game was fire. This is NFL Blitz, and specifically the original version. I think we've covered on the show before. Mm -hmm. As the series progressed, the NFL got more strict because they're like, "Hey, we have these things called concussions." (laughs) No, the no, series saying, got as, more as graphic as it
1: went. Blitz got more graphic as it went on, but it no, died. It didn't. The
2: opposite. It, they cut out. They the NFL made them cut out the egregious dude, late hits
1: and stuff. Blitz, from the, the league had yeah, well, Mortal Kombat zoom-ins on balls breaking.
0: Once it was no longer <laughs> NFL Blitz, then yes, it went way more violent. And I was like trying to find some decent like late hits, but it's like it's not even wrestling anymore. It's just like throw a dude on the ground, stomp his face, yeah, kick him in the balls like, repeatedly. <laughs> It's Friday
3: Night Lights, but if it was made now, basically.
0: Well, like so the Arcade One Up machine.
2: Yes. You have to there's a special way you have to unlock the original version Wait, really? of Blitz where you have the late hits and the Because the NFL cracked down on Arcade One Up, like, no, we want you to
1: give the sanitary version of this game because they're, they're not, really not careful. Yeah, about I this. I again I, I pointed that out as the weirdest form of censorship that had happened in twenty twenty two. Uh and again I'm I'm like I'm I'm involved in a lot of weird Facebook groups. Arcade One up. Disney. Boy, was there a lot of bad opinions on Tinkerbell this week. Um, <laughs> but, 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 like, the late hits thing being removed from NFL Blitz was like, yeah, sort of get it. Because, like, that was a gameplay aspect of the game where the NFL said, you cannot re-release this if once the whistle is blown or the play is over, you can't hit anybody again. Like, no, no, there were... Fatality moves that occurred <laughs> in that period that have now been removed. And you can't hear what they are, but like most of them are like wild wrestling moves, like clotheslines and fucking tombstone pile drivers. And like three dudes on the line just fog splashing
3: the same guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: and it, it, I think that the, the famous one I always remember is after the dude's down on the ground, it's like well after the play, you can just leg drop them. You just yeah. straight up <laughs> yep. pull off the hook yep. and leg drop them.
1: It was a controversy I could not really get you guys to care about <laughs> a super lot because, like, you know, it's an old arcade game, but it's like, it's odd to cut something like that out. It's like cutting out the hoop being on fire in uh, NBA Jam hmm. because it was like, what made this different? This isn't real football. This isn't real basketball. It's, it's a heightened version of this, and they just cut the NFL decree. It was awesome hearing arcade went up. Like, because some companies are just like, well, we think, like, the dynamic of the player base, blah, blah, blah. They'll make some shitty excuse. They were just like, the NFL didn't want this in 2022. Like, uh, right? it, it yeah, didn't reflect well. They're, well. They're, I mean, they know way more now about yeah. CTE
2: and stuff where they are not about to be like, yeah, here's the egregious, violent version of our sport with the license. I think the point you're making, Chris, is... Yeah. When it became Blitz the League and lost the NFL label, of course, you can do whatever the
1: hell you want at oh, that point. I, did, I but... didn't put that, I actually did not put that together, they lost that. They had no license. Yeah, yeah like I mean, it was like year three or four years,
3: I want to say what, 20, 2005 is when the, or 2006 or one of those, like right in the middle of that, of right after, is when the see... NFL gave the exclusive license to EA.
1: You could see testicles explode in whatever Blitz the League became. I would yeah. say
3: also the NFL is very bad at reacting to anything. Like they do it inconsistently yes. all the time. Like they, there's a there's plenty of things the NFL could do today about CTE that they refuse to do because right. it requires acknowledging that their sport is inherent inherently causes it. Which uh, by you have to prove it's real, and then that they cause it. There's no way around it.
0: Which
1: uh, by the way, I wanted to bring up later on. What are, the things I love about wrestling is how fast they'll react to the zeitgeist, or like how people mm-hmm. are feeling. Like uh, there's. I think it was a move I was going to talk about in some other segment but like hey we're uncomfortable with the curb stomp and you know the next week like Seth Rollins lost his move he just stopped yeah. he hey, went, went on a soul searching it. journey for years to find a new one <laughs> <I> <laughs> and
3: <know. laughs> then Give back
2: to him
1: he brought it back. he brought
2: it back well he, they, they let him have Triple H's move and then he uh, he went back to I the know but that's H's
1: like but, but we, we if you talked about wrestling like you talk about Law and Order ripped from the headlines like it responds to things way faster despite being an outrageously Republican organization. <laughs> it will respond very fast to things happening in in, in modern society. This is a 20-year thing. Like, there hadn't been an NFL Blitz game in 20 years, and they're just like, get the late hits out of there. What?
2: I, I do have to point out that is a recent phenomenon with WWE, because trust me, there were years oh, where totally. there of that shit. Like, no, 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 and sure. they're behind
1: the times, but I'm, I'm saying in terms of promos and shit, and like, respond like, if they're trying to Amp up Iraqi fear. Yes. They do that shit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't. They don't have to wait a year like Law and Order. Jesus. Poor Vince is also like,
2: they use Sergeant Slaughter in that storyline. He betrayed America. He did. And became he did. He's like
1: I am Access. Actually, that was the oh, cool. funniest fucking article of the entire 2020s when they were like sergeant slaughter might be guilty of stolen valor really really hmm. like where we're
0: just caring about this now <laughs> the one dude uh w- what are you gonna say that fridge perry wasn't also yes. in gi joe in the undertaker 80s? is alive <laughs> like what? <laughs> what tell me more <laughs>
2: Uh,
1: All right. It's why you wrestling need to tell is me so the Iron fun. Sheik wasn't actually a sheik. Get mm-hmm. out
2: of here with that shit. Because it
1: operates so fast and it responds to society so quickly. Mm. Vince uh, is also another
3: guy who's inconsistent and, and terrible at reacting to things. So he, he'll, he'll react like in kind sometimes. Like mm-hmm. maybe we should not have had uh, an an Arab character with a, sh- a pre up. A pre- Appear on our show, uh, you know, in two thousand three, with a bunch of masked dudes and like uh, assault the Undertaker or whatever, and then like mm. praise Allah afterwards.
1: Maybe we shouldn't have did that. Yeah. Our bad, Vince McMahon. Maybe, yeah. But that, if again, my favorite thing about Vince McMahon in the modern era, he's been accused of literal rape, and they're th- ousting him from the company. And what is his response? I'm coming out on TV next week. Yeah, I'll be. Back. It's like it's like, and you're gonna cheer me, God. Damn yes, it. it's like it's like the thing that like no other television network could do. No, it, like yeah, yeah like well, it happens when you when you're fast. an 80 year old psychopath. You yes. can do whatever you want. it happens that fast. Sorry, All that's right. not a good thing about WWE. It's just man, it makes me laugh. Definitely is a thing, though. It's a thing. All Everyone right. looks uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I. I don't remember him being accused of actual rape. I do remember oh, sexual harassment. For
3: sure. And he paid people well, off. Uh, he, but, uh, that, that's what got him out, but he also did recently settle on the one rape case he's had running away. He's been running oh, away from since okay. the oh, 80s. Yes. Yes. I hadn't heard about that.
1: Literal one. rape Vince McMahon is accused of, and more than likely is going to sell his company and be the head of it
0: again, because he's fucking crazy. Jesus. All right. If we're talking about this, it's probably time to move on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oops,
2: guess we're stuck in here for a while. Wanna play 20 questions? No? How about we thumb rest? Okay, face punch it is. Whoa, your gauntlets are all digital now, aren't they?
1: Have it your way. You wanna fight? Let's
3: fight!
2: Man, can't wait to put you back behind bars so we can talk
0: science. Uh, Have it your way here at Burger King. You can order any way you like. <laughs> so, you were a big proponent of this one, Matt. A Marvel Spider Man. Uh, yeah. Uh, which specific- has some really cool. What is that, that luchador move where. Hurricane
2: Rana. Hurricane Rana. Yeah. Some people oh. call it a head scissors takedown. It's the. Um,
0: yeah. When, specifically, when I called this one out because. Clamp I your ankles need- around the other guy's neck and right. you spin around him. Yeah. But, which well, is but literally impossible you unless can- you're opponent- uh, one at a time.
1: <laughs> It's an impossible move unless your opponent agrees to do it. <laughs> like, and Spider-Man do it. Yeah, does yeah. it to kill people. But I, the reason I I suggested this game is because,
2: yeah, there's lots of cool other wrestling moves on this list from other games, but Spidey in particular uses a kind of distinct form of luchador-style wrestling, right? Because mm-hmm. and if, if you think about it, it totally makes sense with the character. Spidey's thing, being like a spider, is he's acrobatic. And luchadors are acrobatic, and yes. he he can crawl all over and go around people and do all kinds of stuff, high flying stuff in the air, which is really that that style of wrestling was developed in lucha, right? And so, Spidey, a lot of the time in specifically Marvel's Spider-Man, the the game from what 2016, I couldn't remember the, the year the first one hit. Marvel's Spider-Man 2018. 2016. That that one had a lot of sort of wrestling moves, in particular that he, he nails the <laughs> rana, like an amazing yeah. and then, M- Michael, you pointed out in the sequel or might have been Miles Morales what? where he does like a spinning pile no, driver. No, okay, so anyway.
0: Spider-Man 2, the, from, the, from the early 2000s, oh, based yeah, on the Sam Raimi oh. movie. Yeah, okay. so that game actually allows you to take someone up to the top of the Empire State Building and do a Zangief <laughs> spinning pile driver down to street level and it sounds like this. big building
2: mm-hmm. lucky for you
0: i pull my punches <laughs> <Yeah>. oh,
2: <laughs> toby yeah. oh and you pull your vo performance uh, oh he <laughs>
0: so did that was he, the first so, time i i remember thinking like did he literally phone this in like, yes yes <laughs> he's on his
3: nokia flip phone
2: exactly it's like the first use of zoom in mm-hmm. the world was toby yeah. mcguire recording
3: this i i like spidey spidey's style because it, like you said, it's very expressive in a way that's identifiably based on wrestling. Like, yes, you know, anyone can sure. throw anyone, but like, lucha looks like one thing, and it never he, not looks like pro wrestling.
1: He has Santos eyes all <laughs> the time. <laughs> that's
3: true. Also, yes, that's time. right. He
1: is a mass lucha. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's true. He also sort of bridges the gap and makes it real because he can also lift ten tons. Like, yes, the, that's the, the, the true. reason you know Ray can't actually head scissors the dude to six feet because Ray is hundred. Sixty pounds,
2: maybe, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe, dripping wet with concrete in his pockets. He's but if you're
3: 160 pounds and can also throw a train, like you, that guy's yeah. going where you put him.
2: But he also, like, part of the lucha style is you'll you'll do things around the ring that you're like, boy, that seems unnecessary. Like, why flip out of the way? Why do a handstand out of the way of that thing when you could have just stepped out of the way? And Spidey's <laughs> totally that, right? He's like, I, yeah. I could just step to the side, but I'm in a cartwheel. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's, it's very so like style points, Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that was uh, the combat of this game, the 2018, I guess, game in particular, is very much, it's like, I don't remember them having a DMC-like score system. I don't think they do, but it felt like DMC a lot you of the don't. time. It's like, I want to see what I can pull off during combat. And then they had that meter that built up where you could no, kind of build to finishers, right? That's and, what's
1: weird is that like you can chain an attack uh where you throw a motorcycle into someone's face and then yes. you can hurricane Rana them and then they'll die. <laughs> yeah. And then the motorcycle to the face. The motorcycle yeah, to the face. The motorcycle
3: to the face. face.
2: There's yeah. Well there's there's he does a ton of monkey flips right that that's the thing where like you go on your back the guy yeah. comes into your feet and you just kind of like kick him away. But with Spidey, he's kicking him like a literal city block into a wall and then webbing him up on that wall. You know, it's uh, mm. yeah, I man, I, I fucking I, I loved the combat in this game because we needed something different. Everyone was doing Batman combat at the time. And, and Insomniac really came through like, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some of that in there. Like he has the Spidey sense to detect when he's about to get attacked. But uh, I just felt like you moved so much around the battlefield while fighting guys yeah and then it would it felt a lot like when you watch lucha wrestling it's like man that guy is all over the ring this is ridiculous you know
1: i i like, i like i started reading more modern spider-man recently and um tombstone is a huge part of that and watching fighter Spider-Man, spider-man fights tombstone he's like jesus that actually hurt oh my <laughs> tongue is swelling up fuck what did you do like uh, it, it's so, it's such a cool like tombstone is a really cool villain that like is very latter day for me yeah. and um, the game represents that so well he is he is modern kingpin uh, like it's... no superpowers he's just. Big and strong, and he's tough, right? That's his deal. He's just super tough. He's like, well, he uh, files down his teeth. He's
3: like just a weirdo. He's like scary weirdo.
1: Yeah, albino guy who grew up in Harlem and filed his teeth down to beat up everybody. Like fucking, like lived to beat up people, Uh, and finds it weird that Spider-Man.
0: Like, wow, that hurt. Jesus, (laughs) good.
1: Yeah, blah. Man, I cannot
0: believe you hurt me. It's a, it's also worth mentioning. Uh, wrestling has been part of Spider-Man since the beginning. Oh, so is really. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oops. If the beginning is two thousand three or yeah. two thousand. Well, I mean, the,
0: the original wrestler that he fought in the comics was named Crusher Hogan. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Crusher Hogan.
1: <laughs> and I, I'm one of the few people here who saw Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark on Broadway. Uh, I sent my girlfriend to buy the tickets. She came back crying by how expensive they were. Mm. And, um, like, who played Macho Man's character in the Broadway production? And I said, a balloon. <laughs> a balloon. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> fought a balloon. <laughs> that is, oh, is his origin story. That balloon I mean, had an amazing it alive, flying alive. elbow. But it, but it is in a wrestling ring. So it uh, yes yeah? okay yeah, cool crime right. was it a cage because wasn't in the movies it was a cage man there was a right? cage it's, in yeah. wrestling yeah but it also like that's my favorite thing about the fucking fiction of the Spider-Man movie is that wrestling is real mm-hmm. and if you can beat Macho Man. Right, oh, you it's get a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's part of yeah, that yeah. grand
0: tradition of anyone who can beat our sideshow circus yeah. performer wins a hundred dollars. Yeah,
1: anybody who can beat Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. like I bet I can kick him in his knee once. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> yeah, walk a little faster than him. Yeah,
1: walk. No.
2: <laughs> he can't feel that anymore, Chris, because all his he's purposely crushed the nerves in his back, so he can't
1: feel his legs. Yeah, I know, anymore. but all you have to do is tell him you're vaccinated, and like it'll 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 like. Punch out flash. You're what, brother? What? Oh, yeah, he's easy to
0: defeat. Just let him fuck your wife and then record him.
3: Yeah, man's been losing ever
2: since. Yeah. I mean, it's a bold strategy. Let's see how that works out for you, Michael.
3: He won once in court and then he, never again. Yep.
0: And it basically killed journalism in the U.S.
2: <laughs>
3: and
0: who had to die for it? Just Gawker and everybody it, else. Really. Yeah. If yeah. Gawker was
1: journalism, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it 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 was sort of a. It tried. It began a snowball effect, but. Anyway, uh, let's move on to... Number two. That was impressive, Kazuma-chan. Kazuma? Anake, you mean... Yeah, Kazuma Kirio-chan, the dragon of the Dojima family.
2: It's been a while, Majima-san. Uh, (laughs) Why would you do this? Why would you play the English dub? <laughs> because otherwise it's so it's, much it's right it's now.
0: Japanese lines that listeners can't always understand. <laughs> and besides, it bears reminding people Mark Hamill was Majima in the original PS2 release of Yakuza. Wow, was he? And, uh, and, and for whatever reason, they just had him do it like a generic tough guy when it was clearly he was cast to play him as the Joker. Uh,
1: Grogu's Apprentice? I discovered Star Wars yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> perfect, <laughs> just in time. <laughs> yeah, boy, you're gonna be excited. There sure is a lot of it to catch. Yeah, Here, here's one it. of my favorite things about this the Yakuza in general. Um, because most of the moves are vicious. Chuck Norrisy, like I will throw your face through a plate glass window and mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and then he does wrestling moves, mm-hmm. and. I had this banked up because like you know like uh wrestling moves though, part of the reason Michael I'm talking to Michael here uh-huh. not not fucking Jared and Matt, for fuck's sake there were illegal moves in wrestling is because uh wrestling was not known to be a work and they had to play uh pay an athletic commission and really? Vince McMahon in the 90s was so, kind of like fuck this I'm not paying goddamn Rhode Island Athletic Commission fees. <laughs> this is a thing it's a They were paying commissions to keep yes. kayfabe. That's amazing, right? Because they, they thought it would kill their business. Like if people not, knew it was fake. Not only were they paying them to do kayfabe, they were paying them to. Uh, well, the pile driver is an illegal move. That move is deadly. There's no fight you've ever seen where a pile driver <laughs> happens. Oh, that's not Let true. It, no,
2: no. In a real fight, if, you, if a guy is...
1: Oh, bone if rushing, you lift head it up down,
2: and put you can, down. You can get him... In, it doesn't look the way it does in wrestling, where he's not going to let you jump and carry him up in the air, but... Basic real pile driver is just kind of the guy's head between your legs. You fall backwards yes. with
3: his
1: head there. You can break a man's neck instantly. Right, with that like depending on the
3: on the combat sports also. Like, but the um,
1: hilarious thing was once Vince McMahon revealed that, and they stopped paying athletic commission. They, they, like when they were paying athletic commission fees, when they do a power bomb or a pile driver, they would have to pay a fine. It would cost them like a thousand dollars to do. Uh, mm-hmm. it, but but for an audience like. This man just did the most illegal move <laughs> that's ever existed. And the audience would pop like a motherfucker. They'd get like, heat. Yeah, they would get heat with those moves, yeah.
0: Oh, it's and, it's interesting you use that terminology because the heat moves in Yakuza yes. Zero are where the wrestling really picked up. Uh here's here's uh, what it sounds like when you pick up a dude and power bomb him into pavement head first. <laughs> Nice little bone crunch or or cartilage. I've been in like
1: two fights in my life and I've lost all of them. (laughs) Uh, But like the idea of being (laughs) being able to pick somebody up and throw them on their neck. Like there's so many ways to get out of that. I did that
2: in an actual fight though. Once a guy was rushing me and I picked picked him up by his waist. and kinda of just you know, he didn't he didn't complete the role. It was like it was like watching Ronda Rousey wrestle. Like he didn't he didn't help me at all, but then I slammed him on his back on the and
1: he didn't know like, didn't want to
2: fight after that.
1: I'll tell you that. One of the the <laughs> best I things I've ever done in a fight is like grabbed someone by the shirt and threw them into a wall. Yeah. And like, that, that's there, very Yakuza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's the Termator. <laughs> it's good for the Termator. Yeah, there's the no regulation against that. Uh yeah. but but uh, but that's what I thought was hilarious about wrestling is that like they kept moves that were illegal through the Athletic Commission that Vince McMahon shrugged aside and you know, Vince McMahon controls all of wrestling. Uh and most of those moves are in Yakuza. Yeah, <laughs> those are things you can just do. Yeah, no, I well,
2: funnily enough, there is a clip I was just watching of Rampage Jackson. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this one, where like he's in a fight and some guy's doing something, it's I think he was kind of doing like dirty fighting with him and he gets he gets really pissed off that the guy's doing it. And the guy goes to like, he, he's trying to do the jiu jitsu thing of like, I'm going to put my legs like around your waist. Oh, this
0: is the Rampage Sakuraba just
2: fight. picks, Rampage is, is over him, just picks him up off the ground and does a real powerbomb. And Bam. you see, if you do that move for real, it slams the person's head into the like, back of the ground. That is well, an instant thing, knockout, you know? So it's, I know
3: exactly that That fight he fought a guy named Sakuraba. Sakuraba had spent his career at that point beating Gracie's in jiu jitsu. Yes. Holy yeah, shit. On the ground. He, was hun- he was like hunting them in Japan mm-hmm. and, and Brazil and. and like using ju- his jiu-jitsu against them. These are this is the, the jujitsu royal family. You're not supposed to beat them in jiu-jitsu. He's beating mm-hmm. them all. Mm-hmm. Um so he fights Rampage. who's like an up and comer in, in Pride and everyone loves Rampage, especially over there because he's just a big scary dude. He just hits people really hard. Yeah, legit. He's a terrifying dude. Tries to triangle uh realize you, triangle uh, choke, yeah, yeah. Rampage is like I don't think so. And just kind of stands up in it with him attached to his upper body. He is sitting on his shoulders. And just power bombs him onto his head. Sakuraba, let's go,
1: and that's the end of that fight. This yeah, is, this is my favorite show I've ever done in a long time. <laughs> like, uh, well, I think so in the story,
2: happy. he he says like was he was he was um, healing him in the face. He kept hitting his his face yeah, with the back of his heel. In in Pride,
3: you can get away with a lot of shit. Uh, the referees aren't going to stop if if they see a, a couple of illegal. Like, unless it's very much like life threatening illegal moves, you can get away with a lot of nonsense. Um, when he's in at the triangle, he was kind of like pulling, you know, the back of his heel and the back of his head, which is an illegal thing. But in yeah, yeah. when you're grappled that close, you can kind of hide it. Yep. yep. Uh, and apparently that's what set him off. But it's, rest, I mean, I that's how it.
2: lethal these moves are. And, and the funniest part about – so what Yakuza does a lot is it will take the stuff that wrestlers will work to make it not actually hurt a person like – When they rub your face against the ropes, they're not really rubbing your face against the ropes. But in Yaga's games, when he rubs your face against the ground, that that is lethal and brutal looking, right? There is a move that Kiryu does in this I can only describe as an inverted razor's edge where he lifts the guy above the back of his head and like he's holding the guy, imagine, like under his armpits. But in the razor's edge, you're doing that and it's the guy's... You then fall forward and the guy's back hits the ground because... If you know anything about pro wrestling or martial arts in general, like if you can kind of pad the blow across the brunt of your back, that's that's to, yeah. a way to make it hurt less. But instead of that, you're facing forward. So he literally just falls forward Where the guy arm face first is just going directly into the ground. I'm like, oh, that would kill you. That would instantly kill a person when he does it. And Kier just does that on the reg as a heat move. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I a curious traffic
3: code, it's... and now I'll dart you through the ground.
2: <laughs> and I mean, these are reason; those are the Kiwami games. They're it's extreme, like it is the sh- extreme form of the Yakuza games. Yeah.
3: And the relationship between wrestling and Yakuza kind of goes the entire length of the series. Yep. Like yes. they, even now, had they New just Japan wrestlers, wrestlers show up game. in the
1: games at these points. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: as as con- members of your construction company.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like th- this dude just shoves someone's face through a plate gra- glass window. And now I'm going to do a power bomb. Mm. I love that about yeah. how much wrestling has infiltrated Japanese society. We're like, well, this move should hurt more. And I, I I, did a tiny bit of research for this episode. Just that like, power moves is what they're called because they look good. Mm. Yeah, But yeah. if you shove a guy's face through a plate glass window, he's done. It doesn't look yeah. good, though. It doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. So you power bomb them or you... Tombstone pile driver. The tombstone pile driver is built to protect people. Yeah, <laughs> It's actually it, it hurts your difficult. knees more than
2: them. It's uh, yeah, it's,
1: yeah. it's so cool. It's so dope. Like I, that's what makes me love all this even more.
0: This is reminding me. There's an article on uh, Boing Boing that they did a few years ago. Uh, Yakuza 3, reviewed by Yakuza. Oh, I I remember this. Yeah, so um, it was put together with the help of Jake Adelstein, who's like an American reporter who works in Japan, and is the author of Tokyo Vice, which became the HBO show. And there's, there's like a dialogue between these two Yakuza that are playing the game and commenting on it and saying uh, one of them says, Kiryu is fighting all the time. He's got to be a fucking idiot. No Yakuza <laughs> is going to run around getting into fist fights like that, especially not an executive type. He'll wind up in jail or in the hospital or dead, maybe even whacked by his own people for being a troublemaker. These oh. days he'd probably get kicked out before even going to jail. Guys like that start gang wars and nobody wants that now. When Yakuza yeah. like gets into a fight, it's serious business. And they're like, yeah, uh, if they wanted to make it realistic, he'd pull out a gun and shoot it and miss. <laughs> or the damn <laughs> thing wouldn't fire. That would be realistic. Well, they, uh,
2: at one point, though, I do remember in the article, they were complimenting some of the violence in the game. They're like, oh, yeah, we, we've totally done that. It's probably like dudes grabbing sticks or whatever's available mm-hmm. to them to beat the shit out of each other. Like, they, they do. There is a point where they're like, yeah, that's sort of realistic. Like we would, we would try to kill each other in this in this situation. <laughs> like,
1: and it, it's scarier because you're, you're part of. The, sorry, this is neither here nor there. But part of being in the mafia is scaring people away from fucking with you. Hmm. So throwing a guy through a plate glass window is way, but you could choke this guy out. And right. like, yeah. yeah, if you wanted, to. It's better to intimidate. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, almost right.
2: like if there are several grand jury investigating you and you call and intimidate witnesses so that they don't testify against you that those are the moves of the mafia <laughs> just like people who Allegedly. plead the fifth are the mafia
1: oh wait it's sorry. fascinating to me especially the yakuza games because like you just like i just did an rko to a guy and i, 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 <laughs> I had to look it up and like why is the RK, rko considered scary because in the power move of wrestling, where like, you bring your whole weight down on someone, like that doesn't matter at all. If I punch a guy in the face and he hits the ground, that's way worse than me using all of my weight to bring him to the ground. <laughs> is I'm, it, though? Um, I
0: think the second one is much sweatier. Dude, <laughs> like, this guy's <laughs> rubbing his body all over me. Gross. I mean, no, like, gonna, like, like, let you know, me put all like, your
2: weight and land on their... Chest with your feet. Yes, that let's, is more deadly. Let's <laughs> pretend.
1: Let's pretend. Would you rather me punch you in the face or take a stone cold stunner?
2: Hmm. Well, I mean, you kick him in the balls first with a stunner. I definitely don't want that to happen. Or to the stomach? So, well, what? I always knew he meant. The well, balls. yeah. If I if,
3: if I can you know play jazz with the stunner, I'm gonna aim <laughs> for the balls probably. <laughs>
2: <laughs> jazz. That's great. <laughs>
3: that's right brother just, just, just play jazz that <laughs> room, whatever you want to do brother
1: i'm just saying like uh we think we're adults but this this whole wrestling thing is just like how we not hurt one another and still fucking play around mm, yeah it's
2: great. i this i forgot i work for sega this is the point where i tell you that after we've been talking about Yakuza as a fight
0: uh,
1: but sorry like,
0: but like yes. a dragon now
2: favorite like- series favorite series
1: uh favorite
2: hero you character you always love this character. series and you
1: always it's love so wrestling so that's why i was like matt's gotta talk
2: about it I, well i think Mike, michael sent me a clip today it was one of the games where um you like roll a guy up into a snowball make a snowman and then mm-hmm. take pieces of the snowman apart to beat the shit out of the other dudes with the snowman yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, they're, they're
0: solid they don't they don't smash like snow they you're, you're just it's like a big plastic head that you're beating people yeah. with yeah and I, and I, my response was like, yeah,
2: stuff like this happens all the time in those games. That's why they're amazing. It's it's so dumb and funny, but
0: I love it. So yeah,
2: I uh, really need to play more Ishi. So yeah, go.
0: yeah, it's it's a fantastic series. But if we want to talk about s- series that are built on adoration of wrestling, we have to go with. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry. Right off. Raspberry. Double Crusher, any guesses?
2: This is Travis Touchdown. This is no more heroes. This is
0: no more heroes, yeah. And and we're we're kind of addressing the series with these rather than a specific game. Uh you can you can go on YouTube and find like, you know, here's here's a breakdown of every wrestling move in No More Heroes. And it's like, well, if I ever wanted to learn the difference between a, a German suplex or a vertical suplex, I now know that the latter one sounds like this. I I, I learned the difference. Earl Gotch
1: is the, the, the difference. Earl Gotch. That guy might have been German. Nobody knows, <laughs> but that's where the German <laughs> suplex comes from. I mean, like it did not happen. One of the thing Germans did. there's belly to back
2: suplex. There's all kinds of suplexes, right? right. Like the ones that Brock Lesnar does as he does as he
1: takes you German to suplex, suplex City. Those are German suplexes. Yeah, Earl but, Gotch is
0: my favorite cut rate tee.
1: Gotch is one of the <laughs> greatest names for any heel that's ever existed. <laughs> it's also it's True. been
3: one of those. Um, Carl Gotch started, like, a lineage of dudes who were like, I am tough. Like, there are several people who take the Gotch name and now have to be, like, a a Gotch forever now. Um, It's one of those, it's almost like a mask. A lot of of people end up being, like, a lineage of a mask. There's been several Tiger masks. There's been several Octagons. But sometimes the mask is just your name. Sometimes you take the name Brody and now you're in the lineage of Brody- uh, bruiser brody bruiser like, brody oh that is uh, that is, uh... is
2: the happiest i've ever been in a top five thank you <laughs> god <for that>. i <laughs> am so pissed that i didn't get exposed to bruiser brody until way too late because it was during the 80s he just wasn't wrestling for wwf at right. the time no, he so was, i didn't like traveling
3: at the, he was like in
1: doing a lot of mexico a lot of puerto rico you seen that know? video well, of him with, where lex luger like like crawls out of the ring like uh is this a work or not?
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Well, there's that. There's Paid that him, like, one. The Funk's so very good at
2: that. You can find it online. There's a match with Lex Luger, or Luger, where he just he gets pissed off at Lex Luger and stops selling, and just is like, "I'm just gonna beat you up for real now." <laughs>
1: and Lex Luger, who's like
2: a legit, like a
1: big bodybuilder dude at the yeah, time, yeah, like where a, you're like, oh, a that fight guy in people. a cage. It's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: So is. no more heroes. The main there. character is basically a caricature of fanboys, gamers, whatever, however you want to look at it. he, is, Travis Touchdown is a nerd who buys a lightsaber on eBay and decides he's going to become the world's greatest assassin. Uh, he's into moe anime. He loves... To, and, and in the third game makes it abundantly clear he is a huge, huge fan of Takashi Miike right. movies. Uh, he spends most of the cutscenes sitting around with his friends talking about them before the plot resumes. And I'm, I'm kind of pissed off there are extended bits where uh, one of his allies, uh, Shinobu, the, the ninja girl, she gets grievously injured in the first scene and spends a bunch of the game in a coma. So he goes down and talks to her while she's recuperating in this underground laboratory. And he just starts talking about wrestling stuff uh, at length. And uh, I'm, I'm just looking at summaries because I couldn't find any clips, but... Uh, Shinobu utters the word battle. Travis says that the most glorious battles are the ones that aren't filmed. Travis recalls a secret wrestling match at Green Dome Mayabashi, but he's unsure who participated in it between Scott Norton, Bam Bam Bigelow, and Tony Holmey. My, fav- my favorite thing about this series, because it was uh, for at least two games,
1: was motion control based. Mm-hmm. It is what you would do. To suplex somebody, yeah, you like well, uh,
0: you throw up both controllers at the same no, time.
1: No, no, no. no, But every single one of their finishing moves was based on a wrestling move. You would then stab them afterwards with a lightsaber, <laughs> mm-hmm. but not quite it,
3: wrestling. Close, yeah, though.
1: right. <laughs> but but before that, like pick up right and put left here. Like th- th- it's where you would put your hands to suplex somebody. And every single suplex is represented in No More Heroes. Hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, no, seen, about I remember seeing it. Just no looked, looked at the list guy. of
1: moves. I was I was
2: shocked how many wrestling moves there were. It was it was like wow, they're like it's not just like two or three. It's like no, this this guy has a Everything. full repertoire of moves. He's <laughs> got more moves tapes. than Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> this this is a tape guy right here. Mm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, he's like I was just, Dean
2: Malenko I, fan. Real real big uh, technical wrestler. This guy.
3: I played. I think I think everybody else did uh, after High fi Rush. Shadow Dropped. And mm. I was thinking, like, how, who the fuck is... I, Chai, who is this? I know this person. He's just Travis Touchdown.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. good way to look at
3: it. Except he doesn't want to let, be an assassin. He wants to play music. Never learns to.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: No. Like, right. Just really yeah. likes no, it. He doesn't yeah. even he know just how to
0: play guitar. Wants he to play air guitar, but, but I, he's
2: got I, an I, iPad I, in his heart,
1: so he's mm-hmm. fine. I yeah, think, he's great. Or iP- I, yeah, iPod I, iPod I think the whole... Kayfabe and glory of, of wrestling is represented in um, um, No More Heroes because, like, it he would he'll do a traditional wrestling move and then he'll stab you with a laser sword, He's <laughs> which is taking like, the business. You, you might <laughs> yep. you might have been able to do that before the move, but like those are the fun moves to pull off, and and, and like especially in the motion controlled ones, like uh, put push up or right. You'll do a German su- suplex. You could do a tombstone pile driver in this game. Um, yeah, it's fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, and he he also telegraphs. So one of one of the bosses in Number Heroes Three is uh, Kimmy, who's a returning character, and now she's like it's been ten years since the last game, so now she's like a pop diva and uh, has a rap battle with Travis and. Travis doesn't do so great with the rap battle, but he does explain exactly what he's going to do with her once he wins the fight.
1: I'll drop you on your dome again and
3: again. It's just time we uh, fight to the death. Yeah, bitch.
0: Suplex, RKO. Uh, I, I feel like... Yeah. Under fire! Ah! <laughs> Travis...
2: i I do like that in the in the list of moves when you look them up they have they call it the frankensteiner i should have said that earlier when i was talking about the hurricane Mm. rana there there's a little bit of debate because scott steiner claims he invented that move the frankensteiner i i don't know i think it's got to come from lucha but okay well the proper name is
0: scott steiner's monster okay <laughs> I don't. I don't like. Uh, I understood that reference.
1: In terms of Laser Time podcast, I don't know who has the the craziest rap. Uh, this weekend we're talking about Amos and Andrew, Oof. the movie everyone remembers.
0: Right, well, uh, Sir
1: Mix-a-Lot. Yeah, does a rap about Dab- Dabney Coleman's motivations and the racist one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my entire life I'm not going to call everybody involved racist but it's fucking crazy. <laughs> but, but it feels that way it wears, it's, it wears it's, that it's really weird it's really weird
0: god damn but uh, yeah
1: it ties it all together
0: yeah and here's uh, Travis suplexing a bunch of alligators in a swamp oh! You see that? Oh, yeah. It is kind of impressive, even for a video game character, because he does pick them up by their heads, lift them up vertically out of the water, and then throw them back it down. It
1: is until, like, Michael, who here lives close to Florida? I'm looking at you, Jared. Where are you at? I, don't.
3: I live on the uh, opposite end
1: of okay, the East Coast. Okay, so I'm from Florida. Did you not know Gator's Heads... Uh, They have like a walnut brain, and if you knock them over, you can do whatever you want with them. That's why people are like, I'm going to put this gator to sleep and pet his belly. His brain hits the top of his head. You gave him a concussion. (laughs) Yes, you have given him a concussion. You can suplex a gator all day. Like, all day. Michael, will you
2: indulge me? Because we're talking about the number of suplexes Travis Touchdown knows. I, I have the list here in front of me. Oh, please. Okay, we're going to start dragon suplex, uh-huh. the Brainbuster, which is just a vertical suplex, the arm and head suplex, the double underhook suplex, the capture suplex, <laughs> the suplex power slam, the German suplex, the belly to belly suplex, the trap suplex, the northern lights suplex, also known as the double wrist suplex, the tiger suplex, the full Nelson suplex. Now we're starting to repeat because we're in the sequels, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to see. The high angle suplex, the twisted belly to belly. He has all
1: wrestling moves. Period. <laughs>
2: the shin. Now he's got combo: shin breaker to suplex. <laughs> it's no. it's. There are so that, that is. Oh, is I'm like sorry. Last one: the leg hook, thousand, belly to back.
3: Jericho read the thousand. Uh, Man, of, uh, Man a list of a thousand holes. Yeah. You stupid idiot. A commercial break
1: because he was reading in the wall. <laughs> um He's the champion. Is the no, goat, but like but I but, love, but so. every finishing move Travis Touchdown has is a wrestling move followed by a stab with this laser sword, Mm. which is not a lightsaber. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, yeah, there's a lot of laser sword action mixed in with the, the wrestling moves. And I want to say, because no more heroes three, you're not fighting human enemies. You're fighting alien enemies, which is basically an excuse to let the creature designers draw whatever, you know, rubber monster monstrosity they want. And so, Suplexing like a robot that looks like it's made out of floating styrofoam blocks looks absolutely ridiculous and is one of the best reasons to play that game. I can only yeah. imagine the clipping though. That's got to be a problem, right? Like
2: half the thing clips right. through half your body. It's- Probably, the, the, but who the cares?
1: clipping commission is really upset about
0: it. <laughs> Go tell it to Clippy. <laughs>
1: Clippy the clipping commissioner. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Former Microsoft mascot, that Clippy. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, <laughs> if, if you sports. like mm-hmm. video games, and if you like Japan-made video games, you probably like wrestling more than you think you do.
0: I, or you've oh, at least
1: seen say, it and, and are, are You've are been happy, exposed to it. It's there. You check yeah. the box. I, I the constantly day. feel like an evangelist for wrestling, and I hate it. I fucking
2: hate it. I, I mean, uh, I so when we originally were talking about this list, I was going to approach it from a slightly different angle, which is like there are... I was going to say there's five kind of most famous wrestling moves that are featured over and over in games, and I was surprised how far back I could go when those moves started appearing, right? So, like, if you, th- and this is a bit of a cheat because he's a retired pro wrestler, but like, in Final Fight, you are doing yes. pile drivers
0: on guys yes. as a finisher in that game. You are right? a retired
1: wrestler. That is the, the you pile driver them the
0: into trash cans, which then spit out roast chickens which you eat. It's not the story eat. of
1: Cody. It's the story of Hagar. You
0: are a pile. <laughs> but you are a retired wrestler who became mayor, which
2: at
1: the time seemed ridiculous. Until one yeah. became governor. Then, you know, fifteen <laughs> years later. Oh <laughs> shit. Fifteen years later. Holy shit! You see Kane's house on uh, hunting whatever WWE's reality A and E show was. Oh God! Yes. Yeah, he's got yes, a yes. <laughs> he's Holy got, shit! Kind of you mean Glenn Jacobs. Out, God damn! Yeah. Like like mayor that Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> yes, that house is amazing. Jesse tour was a mayor.
3: Why for did a while. he
2: run as Mayor Kane? Like that's so much better. Come on, I think like, one
3: of the I think one of the early ads was like a Kane thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. Wow! And then you really Kane, bring that Kane's that chicken to every every the guy who there, never like, talked and whose hair was
1: never real. Yeah,
3: Let's
2: <laughs> vote for him. Kane doesn't
3: fuck with cops though, so he couldn't be Kane anymore.
2: <laughs> but all yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of wrestling has inspired video games, but also a lot of video games have inspired wrestling in recent years, and it's fun to see them feed back into each other. If you watch it, right. just go watch one Kenny Omega match, you'll know what I mean.
1: Japan yeah, respects all of his moves are named after video games. They are. Yes, oh. and Japan respects wrestling way more than America does. Uh, which even for me is like a little daliance, but I love, res- I love wrestling. I think it's, it's it's the best, it's the most accelerated form of modern entertainment, period. I often argue that most things are wrestling these days. Yeah, most um, things are wrestling.
3: Politics is wrestling. Mm-hmm, uh, yep.
0: Oh, for you, sure. You, you, you can't watch theater. the last
3: eight years of politics and not see a wrestling promo every single time.
0: This guy, Meatball Ron. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
2: That's true. That is a total wrestling nickname. Mm -hmm. If you want to see wrestling, I think, in one of its most pure forms and kind of really appreciate the art, go to a a house show a dark show right yeah, one that's yeah. not on tv because it'll blow they they have me. to play to the stadium and they you really start to see like how much pantomime is in wrestling and how exaggerated yeah. everything has to be when it's not on the big screen and and how much story you have to
1: tell in between right hurting somebody right. it's fucking crazy like actually the best hulk
2: hogan match i ever saw was a dark match where he he was um he was wrestling Kurt Angle, so it's going to be a good match, right? You got Kurt Angle basically carrying Hogan. I've never heard this story. At the story. Everybody clear out. Uh, so, so Hogan throughout the match, though, he was the face, and, and Angle was the heel. He would play with the audience. He would play with Angle in the ring. Stuff that he never did because on, on TV he kind of had to play it straight. Like this is my Hogan character. These got to get my shit in, brother. These are the moves I got to get in. Yeah. In this match, he would. The, wrestler, the, the ref was trying to count him out of the ring. Hogan would kind of wait till nine, roll back in for a second, do like a little fun little wave to the ref. It, he had everyone cracking up laughing throughout the match. And he's a piece of shit now, and I'm sorry, but like I was a huge Hogan mark growing up. And to me, I was in my 20s when I saw this. I'm like, this is amazing. I've never seen this this side of my, at the time, favorite wrestler of all time. Like He can do this when he's not having to be that TV character. Like, fuck, this is amazing. And it's, he... I mean, there's a reason he became one of the biggest wrestlers ever. Like, he, he knows how to work a crowd. Like, Hogan has always known how to read and work the crowd. And it's, but that's like, that is wrestling in its purest form, is you got to see it with when the cameras aren't on it. Cause that's when you'll really see, like, yeah, these guys, they know how to put on a show and work a crowd. Like, in, in, in a live thing. And, and it's interactive entertainment, right? Cause they are reading, if they're good, they're reading what you're, how you're reacting. And then they are reacting appropriately in that match. It's, oh, it's so fun a big thing. M-
1: Michael's about to do the same thing to you, Matt. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even paying attention. No. No. He's, he's he trying was, to cut me was, off
0: like right. a tag team match. Alright, well that has been our top five non-wrestling video games that use wrestling moves. Uh, on that note, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff, so stay tuned. hold on you. Here's what you to do. All the action. You'll get more satisfaction when you bring home all the action.
4: Get a grip, get a lock, get a hold on everyone. You'll have all the thrills, all the fun. Bring home all the action. And now the WWF Superstar. Bring home all the
0: action. Let's get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries, and more from the Laser Time crew? then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com lasertime It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the LazerTime network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste.
2: 1978, they're shooting Superman 1 and Superman 2 back-to-back.
1: Yes. Back. I'm kind of becoming comic obsessed in the early to mid-80s. I think Superman 3 is on the verge of coming to video, but basically I could just rent the first two over and over again. So I watched those over and over and over again, and to me, they they warm my heart, and by the time the Donner cut came out in, what are we talking, 06? 06, to co- 06 to, I think, yeah. To coincide, like, I watched it, and like, you know, I read this is technically better. I was a little kid. I didn't know what happened. I didn't want this version. It I felt nothing when I saw it, because, like, this is just not the nostalgic version i have for superman and steve has an, an experience i'd like to talk about it's hard to call any of these movies good because they're all bad and pee in the eye of superman and, and everything you know about okay, it okay.
0: get bonus time a weekly uncensored and commercial free podcast every tuesday starting for just five dollars on patreon.com slash laser time And welcome back to our second segment where we're just going to dive headlong into that cavalcade of monstrosities known as... Cares. Uh, I played exactly one of the games on this list, and it was Long Fallen Dynasty, the demo version. So Thanks excited. for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah, which is uh, <laughs> a, a pretty good uh, Souls-like by Team Ninja... Set in ancient China, and uh, at like the, the the opening is does not do it many favors. I'll say that you start out in a burning village, and you're fighting uh, yellow turban rebels, and it's just kind of dreary and dark at first, and it feels like you're going in circles. And then you hit that first boss, and that that Dark Souls magic kicks in. Mm. where you he comes at you, and you immediately get squashed in, like, three hits. And then you go at him again, and you get squashed again, but you're learning a little bit this time. And mm. then pretty soon you figure out how to parry effectively, and then you get to the point where you beat him, but then he has his second transformation, and it's oh. like, you are boss number one, stop being so goddamn extra. Uh, but, but (laughs) then you get to the point where you can beat like his first form, the one that initially gave you so much trouble without even using a healing item. And then once you get to that point, then you can really start to learn what the second one is trying to teach you and, uh, get, get to, to learn that. And then, uh, you go into the next level and are immediately squashed by low level mobs after this, this beautiful learning and transformation experience. Um... Hey, Michael, you mentioned Team Ninja mm-hmm. doing a Souls-like. Didn't they already have one of these and it was called Neo? Did Team Ninja do Neo? I'm not Yes, they, no, did. They,
1: they did. did. They yes. did Neo. people. But it was, it was fucking excellent. and like it, But it had a complicated stance thing, mm-hmm. which is yes. not here. Yes, not.
2: This it was, does not. was
1: more complicated
2: Souls. It this was,
0: this uh, is more like uh, Wuxia flying men, you know, just leaping around doing big extravagant moves. And, uh, it's, it's really responsive and fast and fun. And mm. you like, it, it does have a parry that it's just like, if you time this right, nothing can touch you. Mm. Uh, you mm. can, and you can turn, you know, the boss's attacks into counter attacks and, uh. How generous is the
2: timing window for the parry though? Cause that's, I, I rarely use parries in games just cause I'm like, I don't. I don't want to have to learn this timing. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I just roll. The, I dodge the, roll the, instead. The yeah.
1: fun thing. The fun thing is, is as someone who slowly got into Souls like games. Oh, is this what Tecmo was doing the whole time? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But then. But then, like, not really. But like, w- they're playing the game now, and they're, mm. they're like, from what I've heard, like, yeah, this is one of the best approachable Souls like that has ever existed. We should also mention um,
2: this is on Game Pass. So yeah, it's, it's also currently
3: being
1: review bombed on Steam.
3: Oh, oh no. no! Oh boy! Yeah. Not uh, like the
1: latest episode of uh, Last of Us. don't show me two lesbian kids I don't, that's not what Last of Us is about (laughs) well then you don't know know your Last of Us who never played (laughs) (laughs) it
0: it reminds me of that old chestnut or somebody like uh, Mad Max Fury Road came out and like Mad Max gets ordered around by a woman, Mad Max doesn't take orders from anybody, it's like you've never seen a Mad Max movie (laughs) that's uh, all he does uh, Tina Turner Uh, makes a difference yeah (laughs) So, does I, Master I,
1: Blaster, one of my favorite sons-off. Oh, Master Blaster! Mm-hmm. I
2: am still waiting for someone in a future episode of The Last of Us to be like, "I can't believe they put a trans kid in a Last of Us show!" Like, <laughs> oh, you
0: clearly didn't play oh, the wow. second game. Yeah, you haven't <laughs> seen it. You haven't <laughs> done any of this. huh?
1: No. <laughs> oh. Yes, your Fox News criticism is hilarious. Mm-hmm.
0: You're a fake gamer guy.
2: <laughs> but but whoa long Wo long. Why is it being review bombed? Do we know?
1: Uh, the so.
3: The, so, I don't know why people were review Bombing It, because it didn't come out. It didn't launch until, like, today. Yeah, I didn't think you could do that. I didn't. Think um, you could but review. people were, like, doing pre-release reviews, I guess. And the big issue was the... Um, it has shitty uh, NVIDIA uh, mm-hmm. support, apparently, integration. Th- um, this woke
1: samurai game! <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like,
3: well, this, it has joystick emulation, and my 3080 <laughs> doesn't play it at... Huh.
1: My day, we didn't have analog. We pushed four directions. Apparently, the <laughs> mouse and
2: the mouse and keyboard support for the game isn't great. The implementation, and so it's like, yeah, they recommend you play on a controller, which I guess some PC gamers would take exception to. So.
3: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I'm mad excited. I'm mad excited.
3: It's just funny that there's no like uh, this Steam reviews system is kind of impossible for subtlety, mm-hmm. or, for nuance. Because yes, even course, if you do yeah. write, you know, you can write a thousand words of a review at a at a comment there but you still have to give yep. it a thumbs up or thumbs down right yeah, if it's, it's not like, a
1: one i'm not gonna read it <laughs>
3: like mm-hmm. it, it's 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 still all or nothing it's still sort of a binary and no one really yeah. cares mm-hmm. otherwise yeah. and that's it, it, it sucks because it, it, it all those things dean
2: incentivize it algorithmically is it like not show up in store lists or whatever the fuck it. well it's like cisco and ebert could do a thumbs up and down scale because those guys had nuance and knew how to write reviews right, properly. Yeah. <laughs> they also had cultivated an
3: audience who expected to read their reviews and <laughs> mm-hmm. like kind of wanted to figure out why the thumbs down. Where on mm-hmm. Steam
2: they're like thumbs down, just eight hundred thumbs down. Fuck this game.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, well, and then Steam compiles it for you. They do do you the favor of like it's mostly negative. It's mostly right. positive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
3: just, and if it's mostly negative and not like a game you've played or maybe sometimes like a game you play, you just won't see it at all. Like you're just like this yeah, game didn't come yeah. out. Don't worry about that. <laughs>
2: It's true, right? Can you imagine <laughs> going to the grocery store or something and just having entire aisles hidden from you? <laughs> or or, or, or watching
1: uh, 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 Siskel and Ebert like, I've been told by our review you can't watch this. <laughs> uh, we gave
0: Godzilla <laughs> 2000
1: two
3: thumbs down, so you can't watch it, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just I just want to point out, um, as long as we're talking about Steam reviews, the game... Sex with Hitler, which is an actual game you can buy on Steam, is currently very positive. So thank God that is, that is just pulling from people who would want to play and review and engage with a game called Sex that with Hitler, which I imagine would find it positive.
1: <laughs> look, 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 look! I'm I, 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 like I don't How know where know Jared is here, but I'm the one still now. dating. <laughs> I, I'm the one still dating in this in this circle. Yeah. So, listen, uh, sex with Hitler's on the table for you. Yes, <laughs> w- wherever you can get it, wherever you can not get it Not from Hitler. Like, <laughs> yeah, look, this, I'm sorry. When you have you sex have no with standard, Hitler, you have, you have, have, have one sex bar. with Hitler. Does he have a job? Can he get it up? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's hard out here. Like, Imagine the opposite of literally not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's questionable.
3: Apparently,
2: <laughs> yes,
1: it sucks.
2: Apparently not.
3: Imagine the DMs like, the first the first Tinder sort of hookup. That date,
1: hmm. I'm I'm trying to think of what would like what's the barrier for me dating Hitler right now? Jesus, let's uh, move uh, on. <laughs> uh, killing himself about a hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, but, that that's be, a good one. That could be a, big <laughs> area. I, a good I could reason marry him right before that red pill. And like, uh never mind. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> recently, single guy has to think about that.
2: Well, Chris, maybe if you want to
1: get out there, you you should play fitness
2: boxing Fist of the North Star Nintendo ah. Switch the exercise yeah, themed sure. Fist of the North Star game. Which sure. So intrigues me, I I want I want to see this thing in action. Like The last Fist of the North Star game I played was basically a skinned Yakuza game by the RGG
1: team, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. This is not, by the way. This is so. Totally, difficult totally If it's different. that game where I can hit six box... Dude, boxing fucking fitness games are not fucking around, and They're awesome. Yeah, and neither is the dude in Fist
2: of the North Star, which Michael I know knows his name. I have no clue what his name is. Kenshiro. How <laughs> hard
0: is that? Kenshiro.
2: <laughs> Just, just remember. I feel it
3: like the games come out like once every ten
2: years. Isn't Ken Shirō? Doesn't that literally mean White Ken? <laughs>
0: Actually, Shirō yeah, means White. That's my man, White Ken. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shows I don't you how know why, Japanese but I've always wanted
1: someone to say. I've been dreaming for someone to say say it one more time, Jared. That's my man. Have you you met my man, White Ken? (laughs) Oh God, it feels so good. Feels so good. That's redundant, right? Because like, how many Kens
2: do you know that? (laughs) As soon as I said it, I was like, Do I know a Black Ken?
0: Well, yeah, but you just call him Ken. You have to differentiate yes. and say White Ken.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's Ken and White Ken. <laughs> exactly. I would love to see what happens in your life to meet your Black Ken. Like, I can't wait. You're, he, sorry, listeners, dude, you're if you're a Black Ken, <laughs> right,
3: right.
2: Please email me. If you if questions. you don't have any gel- genitalia in the front, it's just bare.
1: it's blank down there. If yeah, you were, if you're, right. like Ken. I want, I want Jarrett to feel all the people like. Like a Ken doll, Michael. You're, Michael's oh, shaking his okay. head. I'm, All right, you're Ken, but like, give me some descriptor. Yeah. I need like, more, uh, any more. to more. Do you? We'll I'm, sure I'm, I'm white. Ah, okay, yeah. you're white Ken. Uh, gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. No, no, that, uh, that's Grinder Ken. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe <laughs> that's my world. That can but, definitely um... <laughs> exist <Grindr> yes. Ken definitely exists <laughs> somewhere. Grinder Ken.
2: Grinder Ken. That's my world. Uh, um, let's see other stuff. Oh, I there's another game we didn't play, but I think it's newsworthy that I didn't play it because I have. I have been there day one for every Destiny expansion. Every single one. And Lightfall. Nothing against Lightfall. Looks good. Trailers look good. It is the the first time where I'm like, you know what? I can't do this content treadmill again. I am I keep buying them and I I don't finish them. I don't do the raids. I, I'm like I c I I can't justify spending fifty bucks for a thing that I will probably play for a week and then put down and and part of the problem is just like, and maybe they figured this out with Lightfall, wouldn't know, is like the, the re-onboarding for that game. It's too tough. Yeah. Every single time. Every time I go in there, yeah. I I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing to play the new content. They don't make it easy. It's it's like a, I have a thousand currencies. I don't know how to spend them. There's a, a million quests in my quest log. I don't know which of these are for the new story campaign that I want to see. It's... It's awful. It's it's it's. I, I don't know. Might say more about me that I'm not willing to put in the time and work because Destiny was my favorite game at one point. I played De- so much if, fucking if, Destiny. If, one if and two. Michael
1: and Jared don't know, like the, the raids in Destiny are like the best thing games had to offer. Mm-hmm. Period. I I, and, I hear that, and I like I I bought
3: Witch Queen two months ago <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
4: um,
3: As he thinks he searches like. Oh. Uh, and I I hadn't played since Taken King. Oh like, well, wow! Yeah, no, that, that is ooh, That is a big uh, big. Let gap. me tell you, fucking everything is new. Yes, and I'm but running I, like, I just, everything I, like literally everything is new.
1: The yes, HUD is I remember like, I remember being in a raid like you have to jump when the, when the wave comes and like I did that. <laughs> and I still get swept in the. It, abyss. Like, I'm like, uh,
2: that's not what J- what Jared's uh, talking about. Is even like since those expansions, like the way you take the way you get quests, they changed like halfway every, through because like, yeah, it's like a light. Where I and go everything. to check in on
3: things, like, the things I touch daily are different. Uh, like I have to do quests to get my light level to a baseline before I can start anything else. Mm-hmm. And I got a bunch of things in my inventory that are old uh, legendaries that I guess can now be
2: upgraded. In various ways, that I didn't guess, know was possible. There's, yeah, but, well, like you got to have. There's a reason you have 12 currencies. <laughs> one, I, I still
1: like. I just want to give them some credit because when they announced Destiny, like we want to make a 10 year experience. I'm like, Fuck we you. all laughed. We all Fuck laughed. <laughs> this is it. God this is it. And it's years. been 10 years, right? It was, it. Well, no, it's been eight years. It's, it's 2015. Eight, I, I, I don't anyone? think
3: three is getting announced. You know, in two years, I think this is. Like life, if Lightfall is the last one they didn't. It didn't seem like it is, but it could be.
2: So the reason I'm intrigued, and I, I will probably pick this up when it goes on sale, is this is supposed to be the end of the story of the traveler. This is supposed to like the payoff the, of like that man, big floating orb that's been there since Destiny One that gave you those cool powers that you can man, it, revive yourself.
1: I think this is a PS Plus game this week. Uh, it might be. That'd be wonderful. No, I, I'm pretty sure it is. Lightfall.
2: Maybe as part of the acquisition. Yeah. No, 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 no. The last, the last expansion was is PlayStation Plus this month. They, they, they got Lightfall. you up to speed.
1: Oh. I think I think that's what it is. They they give you everything you up right.
2: until Lightfall.
1: Yeah. I think it's Lightfall this week, but but like as of like two days ago. Oh, I need to look hmm. that up if that's true. Oh,
0: that's, yeah, no, prepare for Destiny 2 Lightfall, oh, with the Beyond Light expansion. Be, no, Beyond Light, that's a few, exp- <laughs> yeah, that's, that, yeah, no, no, that's yeah, that's
2: different, that's so, different. But I wouldn't, I can't blame you for confusing the names, but no, no I, I'm so fucking it's,
1: confused all the time with Destiny, god damn.
2: That's the thing, and that's kind of what I'm complaining about. How is dare like, they it, put
1: Light in the name of their game, <laughs> like, uh... <laughs>
2: And and what's funny about that expansion is that's where you started to get dark powers. Beyond Light was where you, you, I think that's the one where you started to, you could channel the darkness instead of the light. Not the band that sings, I believe in a thing called love, but like actually the darkness powers in Destiny, um, which is a thing. And I'm so embarrassed that I know all this, but um, but no, I I really, every time I do play Destiny, it's still one of the best playing first person shooters ever created. It's amazing. But I can't. It's, I was tell I was describing to you guys, it's a bit like that moment where I realized I didn't need to play the latest WoW expansion. I felt free. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't I don't need to do this. I don't need to get on this content treadmill. I don't need to spend this fifty to sixty dollars. This feels good. so good. The like so there's so other good. things I can be playing. And and there's there's a lot. I mean, like I just said, I'm gonna play more Ishi after this, right? Like there's there's stuff to be played. But I know that it'll get its hooks in eventually. I'll get curious. It's you know, mm-hmm. it's it's an addiction, Destiny. But it's um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I guess the point I'm trying to make is I I hope they figure out the reonboarding soon because that's actually one of the biggest issues facing that game is if you do take a few months off, you just feel lost and it sucks. I Man, not the lost like in Destiny, but like you just feel mm-hmm.
0: lost. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
2: <laughs> sorry.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, did anybody play any any Octopath Traveler 2?
1: No, I'll no? play it like eight years from now when it's on sale. I'm this yeah. close to buying Kirby's
2: Return to Dreamland Deluxe, though, because I keep hearing really, really good things, that it's like a very good version it's
1: of It's already game. been
0: out! It's not good! <laughs> it's like, a Wii what, game. Like, it's like, a Wii game. I heard you can <laughs> suplex people in it. <laughs> Take them to <laughs> Suplex City, asshole. baby. I'm back in. Yeah, <laughs> Bring it Back in. Uh, alright. Well let's move along unless anyone wants to talk about Bendy and the dark revival.
2: I bet Bendy does good suplexes. I bet he does.
3: Alright.
0: Oh. I mean he seems he seems built for it. <laughs> sure, he's very bendy. Uh let's let's move along to That sound started out of a desire to make fun of new shows that still use typewriter sound effects and it's become its own thing. Uh, (laughs) Matt, (laughs) take it away.
2: Well, um, this is one of those news things that like when I read it this week, or I think it technically hit over the weekend or last week, I was like, I thought, I thought they'd already announced this. And then I, so I had to go back and explore. So back in December, I think we probably covered it. Um, the producer, or might have been the director, of Elden Ring went out there and said, "Oh yeah, there, there's DLC. We're doing DLC," but they didn't officially announce it. Uh, I guess over the weekend they officially announced it has a name. Shadow mm-hmm. of the Erd Tree is the actual El- Elden Ring uh, DLC Which expansion that is being worked prequel, on. Prequel, prequel, prequel. Is it? See, I, I feel like we—they told us next to nothing other than here's the name. It's coming. I don't even think we know when it's coming. Do we? Uh no
1: no I
3: think it was just that we are doing it Yep. we that's, said we were doing it and we are doing it
2: that's very Elden Ring of them so yeah that that's coming uh, soon doesn't matter I'm gonna buy it and play it no matter where mm-hmm. it fucking comes because mm-hmm. it's Elden Ring it's more Elden Ring yes please
1: they they announced it with a piece of concept art um but 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 the implication is that like uh everything that happened the tree was already done beforehand.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. That's yes, burned yeah. down or whatever. Mm-hmm, right. Yes. Um, and by the way,
2: this came, I think it was sort of to coincide with the one-year anniversary of the game, which also marked its, I guess, it crossed the 20 million copies sold milestone, which Damn. is insane. Yeah, 20 <laughs> million players. Holy shit.
3: For like a esoteric, like, RPG about killing aliens, question mark?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Souls like Souls like yeah, yeah. So, uh, but
0: the important thing to understand is that this is a, a, an acquired taste that is only approachable by people with very refined gaming palates. All twenty million of all them. twenty million, of them. million and of it is them, yeah. it hey, is not up. a huge mainstream hit that uh, sold on par, almost. I got on it, par it for forty dollars
1: from a guy in a trailer park. Like, just uh, <laughs> all
0: right. Stop. <laughs> all <crying. what>? oh. <laughs> <laughs> $40
1: and... <laughs> my favorite game of all time. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Elden Ring. You know, you have your favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite series of all time is uh, Final Fantasy series. And I personally am quite looking forward to Final Fantasy sixteen. And boy, this was the week if you're looking forward to that game. Because there's all kinds of news that hit. I guess they must have been doing a preview round with the press. as. A lot of stories out there. Yeah, a
3: bunch of people played um, some sort of a piece of it.
2: Yeah, and and from everything I heard, it's it was remarkable how un Final Fantasy like it is. Like a lot of people, they were saying. Um, it's channeling things like God of War with how it plays more. Like, mm. it's straight up, first of all, and I don't know why people focus on this. They're like, it's not turn-based. I'm like, Final Fantasy hasn't been turn-based in forever. What, that is not news. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck is wrong Ch- with chances, chances are only
3: uh, people whose knees hurt when they stand up remember when it was turn-based. <laughs> My <laughs> knees
0: hurt.
2: Feel like you're
3: talking
0: about me there. You're uh, <laughs> talking
2: about me too. <laughs>
0: no, fair enough.
2: But, uh, but no, one of the things it, is that came out there's no um difficulty levels but there are accessibility items right so uh you're gonna have to equip something if you're if the game's too hard that'll that'll help you get through stuff which i think is sort of a novel way to approach difficulty in games like why not yeah give me some super items you know um the the map of the world a lot of people describe it as like it's sort of like there's like a hub central area and then spokes like a bit like god of war but one thing is there's no optional dungeons you know it's it's sort of a what you see is what you get like they want you to they're telling a very deliberate story with this game apparently it's very linear and and there's not as much if i'm reading between the lines of that uh, i guess dicking around that you could do in final fantasy 15 which which sort of makes sense right like there was always uh, this ludonarrative dissonance in, in RPGs of like, the world is about to end, but I'm going to play a fishing minigame for 14 yeah. hours, right? Like Let's breed um, chocobos
0: while while Sephiroth waits.
2: Yes. And so, you know, uh, Yoshi P was like, there's a little bit of, stu- of that. There's stuff to do, but like, not as much as you might be used to in a Final Fantasy game, right? Um, and let's see, what else? Uh, oh, they did mention... Uh, so the, the game, I knew they'd announced it's PS5 exclusive. It's timed exclusive. That's apparently for six months. They did mention they would love to do a PC version of the game, but like, doesn't look like that's going to be ready six months after launch. Like, that's mm. probably a, a long ways off.
1: It's hard know. to announce. Um, there's only a PS5 version, and then like, I don't like the term JRPG.
2: <laughs> well, that's that's. So actually, it's <laughs> funny. There's there's all these new news items about the game. But it seems like all anyone on – well, at least on Twitter wants to talk about is one of the quotes from Yoshi P, um, which is that he doesn't like the term JRPG. And and more than doesn't like it, uh, considers it sort of like an insulting to – like as – He's correct. As as to the genre. He's correct. I don't know. This feels like one of those – Okay, If the man doesn't like people using that term – and and I I saw an interesting explanation on Twitter. Like someone's like, well, yes, in Japan – things like are referred to as like J-pop, right? Or whatever. And that's almost meant to be like, oh, that's junk food. That's, that's not like a real deep experience. It's mm-hmm. meant to be just like whatever. So maybe that's why they don't like JRPG. But his quote was sort of like, well, all I ever want to do is make an RPG. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think of this as a JRPG. And it kickstarted this whole debate about like, well, what even is a JRPG uh, compared to a Western RPG um, is there is there some othering and racism going on there when you use that phrase JRPG?
3: There might um,
1: be in the future. I think he's correct on that.
3: I think there has been in the present and past as yeah. well. I don't know that. He, I don't think. He, I think it's up to him to determine if it's hmm. something that yeah he can't like he sees as sort of offensive and derogatory. That I think that's a very valid take, especially for him personally. Yes um, I think yeah. it's I think when you have you have to you have to kind of accept its place in history as well mm-hmm. that uh, it was at some point maybe um in a misguided fashion, but it was used to describe a certain sort of thing that was only coming from one place right um that hasn't been true for thirty years, but yeah. like
2: that it was true at some point, yeah because um, a lot of a lot of People were in in this debate were like citing examples of like, hey, this is a Western dev. What is it? Is it Chain Memories? I think is a recent example of like that has all the common tropes of a JRPG, but that's a that's like an American developer, right? So, do you still call that a JRPG at that point, right? Because because to me, JRPG has sort of come to mean some standard story tropes, some standard gameplay mechanics. It's you know, uh, typically it's more of a linear story. That we, it's,
0: we it's, only it's, it's turn-based, cutscene-heavy, usually with anime.
1: <laughs> but we only use it when uh, we call, like, it's a Western JRPG, like a, the South Park games. Right. But, like, and, I think I think we, we we
3: can probably find better words to describe right. that now. Yeah, um, I think it's really the point, especially since, like we said, uh, a... RPG from Japan just sold 20 million copies worldwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is from Japan. It is not this RPG that everyone thinks right. is. That's That's my shit. JRPGs,
2: right?
1: I just want to like, throw up my hands and like if Aliens came down tomorrow and we tried to describe game genres to them, like uh, Zelda, um, and I handed them an action card, like, will this? No. No. <laughs> This is not an action game. It's Zelda. Is it an RPG? No. Is it a, so Why not? Is it <laughs> right? a JRPG? No. No, it's not. It's not a JRPG like a it doesn't it, it makes sense to us cuz we've been around for a long long time.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the definition of RPG has become so flexible just by yes. itself. Like, what even yeah. is an RPG now? It's basically right. just applied to describe anything where you make your numbers go up and your With character gets stronger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, I'm, too, I'm too drunk to do this nuancely, uh, but all of gaming genres need a refresh. All of them.
2: All Maybe. of them. For over a decade now, they've all been borrowing heavily. The, the RPG genre, I think, primarily people borrow from. like To the point where like your car racing games now have RPG <laughs> yes. mechanics. There's upgrades and, and, and again, stuff, right? And again, we
1: get it because we've been doing this for a long time. But like, I love the Zelda. The Zelda doesn't fit into any of these. At all. It never did. Never did. It never like, has. It um, never the, really golden, never the golden,
3: the golden cartridge Zelda was also an anomaly. Yeah, but you can't be an anomaly if you're 40 years old. Like, and and create is not a genre. You're you are not the anomaly. You are the progenitor. But we can't put you in that box. So and it's funny that we yeah. choose who we put in the box. Mm-hmm. So we, so
1: so like we know what we mean when we say JRPG, but what? it is re, it is reductive.
0: Yeah, well, I I feel like there's sort of two evolutionary branches to RPGs. Uh Like, this all started with, like, in the early 80s with Wizardry and Ultima, and so uh, Japanese developers kind of built on that, started developing these games for consoles, and meanwhile, in the West, uh, you had the computer RPGs grew into stuff like Baldur's Gate. And uh, so it's it's sort of like two parallel evolutionary branches of this, a lot of the same design philosophies, but that express these in different ways. Right, and both of those became kind of very typified, depending on where they came from. But I I think what
2: I saw with the debate is like the, and and I get what you're saying, Jarrett. Like, yes, we should be able to think of better terminology for this. The problem is, depending on who you ask, different. I was noticing. Uh, people were defining JRPG completely differently. So Mike Williams was trying to break it down on his Twitter and he, and he was bringing up stuff. And I'm like, yes, but what about all... Like, I was like, you're breaking it down purely mechanically. What about the other parts that I would think of with JRPG, like the the story and the linear nature of the story and, and some of the certain tropes, like most JRPGs at the end of it is like, you have access to an open world and you have to kind of revisit a lot of the same places to, to collect the 12 rings or whatever the fuck that, you know, like how many JRPGs have done that, right? And so there's like... That's the problem with, like, okay, what terminology do we use? It's, like, that that descriptor has come to mean so many different things, but but it's weird because, like, shorthand is useful, right? It, like, when Ooh, I say JRPG, totally. for the most part, you kind of know what you're getting, right? And so it's, like, we do totally. we as a community need to be, like, well, what is... What is it? What are the real commonalities between JRPGs versus versus what we would call, I guess, Western RPGs? Right. But, but, I, I that, think that's that, that's that, an impossible that's exercise. At our this
1: point. problem. Um, that's our problem, and and that not not to equate it. I'm so glad someone of color is here. But like you know, they we we call minstrel shows minstrel shows, but they didn't used to call them that. There was a lot of terrible terminology. Sure. Uh, and I can, but like, imagine how he feels. Like, like the idea that like I'm Japanese, therefore I make JRPGs,
3: right? And I, I think right. some of this is also. I think Square right. has also felt like they were put in this box right. based on the past work for a long time. Right. It, it's been like the reason, one of the reasons, anyway, that like took them so long to even think about remaking Final Fantasy VII is they've been trying to be. Known as being good at something else than Final Fantasy VII since it came out, <laughs> like, but the, they, I the, think they, the, the, maybe
1: some of that pressures their own. The very idea been trying to
3: break out of this box we put them in forever. The sure, very um,
1: idea that J stands for Japanese and like this comes from a different culture, on therefore it's a different genre. Every game genre sucks, and I hate it. I hate the name video games. I hate it all. <laughs> like, like. But I feel like there's there, when you there say adventure like, games, like Zelda doesn't qualify. That's Monkey Island. <laughs> like, like we know yeah. what it means, but like it doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't help other people, new people I find a, games. a great
3: example of this is immersive sim. That's a mm. genre that doesn't exist. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. a, it's a bunch of philosophies that used to exist in one type of game, and then every other game stole them, and now mm-hmm. every game has all the most of these. Philosophies and, no and yet when you that say it exists.
2: when you say it i think of arcane games like for me immediately they <laughs> go okay arcane arcane makes immersive sims like those sure. are the dishonored games and stuff right but so it, it's weird because like like i said that's why some shorthand is useful i know but, but I,
1: I think we're in a real good place where like people who use jrpgs are not racist but like uh, someone from uh, but we could try harder right? yeah but, but, well, but from, it, some guy from there's Japan, a good argument
0: to be made that it's an outmoded yes. phrase and right. and like you said earlier jared like it's it's uh, If if the offended person says they're offended, it's right. not on the rest of us to say, no, you aren't. It's right. not we a good descriptor. We have to adapt to that.
1: It's not a good descriptor, and we can figure something else out. But Especially like, when you think about the fact that the, the, the
3: premier JRPG mm-hmm. is Final Fantasy. Yeah. That series hasn't looked like yes. the JRPG and at, since 2000. Yeah, so like, that's true. Like and, every and like, like Final Fantasy twelve on have all been games that I love are, the idea like of like uh, a well, different temperature. Well, Fallout. Fallout a
1: is a B RPG. What's B for Bethesda? Sure. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, like they're, they're like a Maryland RPG. Like, <laughs> all games are role playing games. Like it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense at all. Like we should get rid of all of this and like have a. Uh, a giant consortium meeting that has uh, dis- disappeared. I would from agree wilderness. with Matthew though
3: that like some sh- shorthand is super useful, yeah. but I think when that shorthand is based on a region yeah, or a culture, it, yeah, where we mm-hmm. lose our we quite lose it a little bit because and sometimes
2: a lot of it can be overly reductive, right? Like, cause, like right. you like we said, if JRPG doesn't like if you play Trials of Mana and then you played like a, a you know old school turn based JRPG, we would define them as it's like those. They're very different. Like that, yes, there are some commonalities, but the combat system is completely yeah, different. Yeah, they're, right? they're not
1: the same fucking game. Games have a really bad place. Again, I never understood how we got we let everyone get away. Do you know movies are how people referred to moving pictures because they used to look at pictures and like, well, these move that's true it's movies true. I like, I, like what's a picture how do we <laughs> they used to look at pictures mm-hmm. how do they we never, let never this so happen, happen? Well, we picture no games. longer
0: do that <laughs> it's a hundred years later like like <laughs> no one looks at they're, they're not in the same genre But it, like, yeah it is weird that like we still refer to movies as like major motion pictures motion pictures well, I, I still call them talkies i don't know what <laughs>
3: Some people will call them films, and like, yeah. I, like one yeah, percent of movies. I, 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 I honestly feel
1: like he's correct, and that that games need a refresh because, like, the things you and I are are comfortable saying uh, don't make any sense to anyone
3: else. Mm-hmm. Who's I think I can see the argument where, like, a dude's trying to be too much of a rock star about it, it's like, don't put me in a box, you can't mm-hmm. define my genre. I think he's correct, but like. In reality, it's like yes, we can. We I mean, if yes. you're playing, if you're yeah. playing, a, if you're doing these gent chords, you're playing a particular guitar, a particular sound, and you have this drum doing this particular beat. You're playing rock, probably. So, like, just let's call it rocking. Then you can get you can flare after. You them. could yeah. say
1: square esque and still have the trademark there. Like it's it's so close it, to and square, and still
3: it's. probably say something. Yeah, like, yeah, right? like it,
1: it, it means something to, to, to people. Like, uh, but. I get it. Like, I, I, I can't imagine what that's like. Like, imagine if someone described our podcast as, like, a, it's a, you know, it's a WP. What's that? A white podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like... Oh, you mean a podcast. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, not, no. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, it's reductive. He's not incorrect. He's not. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, it's, um.
2: yeah, just, you know, maybe be more... Maybe... Be more careful when you just throwing that that term around, and yeah, definitely no, no, don't no, use it derogatorily. Nothing don't. like
1: that. When you're yeah, talking with gamers, sure. you know you're not racist. It's not a thing like that. It's yeah. not. I'm not trying to chase people over to fucking Tucker Carlson <laughs> but, channel. But, but also just, just
0: thinking about this more like you, yeah, you mentioned Final Fantasy hasn't, you know, looked like a quote unquote JRPG for since 2000. I think yeah, like Final Fantasy 10 was the last one that I would. Describe using that terminology. I think, like, when I think of JRPGs, I think of, like... Octopath Traveler out this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. St- stuff that has, you know, a but very... But it's not a JRPG, because, like, what... It has like, sort what, of an even, anime aesthetic. Why, why, would, why chancers, would a bunch of Germans or... be
1: like, we're making a Japanese RPG? It's silly. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's
1: right. It's mm-hmm. silly. It, it, it's, we, we need to redefine a lot of the terminology, because we have... In our Game Awards, action, adventure? Uh, <laughs> so if, if I sat someone down, like, Bioshock, like, is this an action game? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alien. You're incorrect. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is not an action <laughs> I, game. I think we should call them TB- <laughs> TBMS
0: RPGs for turn-based manga-style RPG.
1: It, it's almost well, they, like but like when, when people say FPS, I'm like, at least that's correct. That, that like... It mm-hmm. is an FPS. Yes,
0: yeah, frames per second. You're
1: right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but as as a man who has to fit genre names on digital storefronts, know. Fronts, I occasionally, know. I can't go around I being know. like, "This is a linear story based um, or live, you know, real time action uh, role playing game." Know. Like it's like, yeah, we do eventually have to
1: get to some. Short I know, game but like the idea. fact that we've. Been comfortable with it for so long. I promise you, people called minstrel shows something with very hard n words before. The-
3: <laughs> they also called them minstrel shows. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but they did. They did. I think the, part of as a person, I, it's a funny point you make that because as a person who has attempted to write like little blurbs about games and tried to make a specific point to not give them a genre, describe what they yeah. do mm-hmm. and not and mm-hmm. not reduce it's it. Tough. It's like sometimes fucking impossible yeah right? because yeah. you can write out everything a game does amazing unique and it's gonna sound like every other game anyway, right. right because yeah. a lot of them do yeah. the same shit too yeah so yeah. It, it, sometimes like trying to do a lot to avoid reduction is still the same kind of
2: reduction yeah it's- well all this being said when I say the phrase live service game to you Jim yes what things did what images does this invoke to you does this uh a spreadsheet uh, menu yes. that yes. Has gear of several colors. Gear, yeah. Yeah, probably some stuff oh, called, like, legendary or epic or uncommon.
1: Shit. A rollout, I'll say. A rollout, sure. Um, sure. Um,
0: Regular content drops.
2: What about... Do you think of Harley Quinn? Oh, oh no. Uh, unfortunately. well, <laughs> do do. you think of King Shark? <laughs> do you think of Captain Boomerang? Because... You you will because they did confirm that leak that happened a few weeks ago. Uh, they confirmed during the Sony State of Play, which we told you we'd, we'd cover this week, and we're keeping our promise. Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League is a straight up live service game that is confirmed, mm. and
1: and boy, not, boy does I this game I don't look care. like That's the a, it's a the live Marvel service game, game but the, it's a shooter, it's a looter shooter when like it, no one cares. Schluter, please. It looks shooter. like Marvel's
2: the Avengers, man. Like I am just like, wow, didn't we learn this lesson a few years ago? We just ago? make one
3: game now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, How do we do this? How do we find out? We always end up making one game. And how did this generation's one game just be destiny?
0: Yeah. But how just, do we How yeah, do we How, how do we
1: lose? Um, with rock Spider-Man study for, movement rock study for 10 years to make this that to make sucks. this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, I, know, I think and, that's might that's be the good. big disappointment. It might be good. Throw it the, under I the bus. I hate to speculate yet. on games we've never played, but yeah, like, right? It's just this, and and the thing is, I don't, I but didn't we, want them just to do another Batman. We were tired of that. You right? Know, they 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 did Arkham Knight, and we're like, you should do something else, right? But I I certainly don't think what <laughs> when I said that I didn't mean this. I didn't mean a live service game. Um, it's just like because I what they were good yeah. at, and that's what that's what sucks. Is like I want studios to try something new, but. When they do branch out, I I don't want them to completely abandon the stuff we know they're good at. Like, the stuff they are good at is cinematic storytelling in a superhero environment, right? And I think why people are are reacting negatively is they get... When you have these life service games, you do lose a little bit of that cinematic and, stuff. And the great combat zones, by the way,
1: they could still
2: do that. They could still offer that. I, I think that's what this game will primarily be like, because the, the shooting looked fun. There was a shit yeah. ton of it, and and like they were zipping around the maps, and you know, because uh, none of them can like fly. But I, I'm with you. Like
1: we talk about Arkham because like all of us experienced it within, you know. A window that closed and then <laughs> the idea yeah. that next arkham game stars none of our favorite characters and never <laughs> ends like mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just saw a, a version of this game and that didn't
3: go well All
2: Right, right um, with, with marvel's the avengers like i, I think I, if there
3: wasn't I mean, an example of like
2: a version of this going poorly that i think that's part of the, the pushback as well I, I think the one thing that does give me hope is like the reason Marvel's The Avengers, I think, was tough, because a big part of Life Service games is obviously loot, right? And you're like, the Hulk doesn't need loot. Like, I don't care that the Hulk's radioactive shorts give him this power. That's, that's not how this character but works. Got a green At least sort beer, of with the Suicide finally. Squad, they need their gear like most of them. They're not, you know, like Harley Quinn... I don't think there is anything super about her other than she's just a homicidal, you know, associate. Very smart, right? but I don't know. Yeah, how super she smart she's she is.
0: she's an expert gymnast and has a psychiatric degree. And that's about So it. I could see
2: her needing gear, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, Captain Boomerang needs his boomerangs, mm-hmm. I guess if he's going to be the captain but of them.
3: I think that that being necessary is like it it, it bridges a a narrative gap, I guess. But like the the other problem is this gear is all like you know, it's gonna it's gonna up my attack by four percent or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be a fake number that's just gonna make the the damage I do higher. Like, how much of this gear is actually going to change anything?
2: Yeah, um, yeah, is my concern. Yeah, so I don't know. Again, I I don't like to pass judgment on a game I've never played, but I'm like, oh man, this is not what I was hoping for from Rocksteady. But hey, they're a great studio, so if anyone can make it work. It could be them. Yeah, I don't want to, uh,
3: like, you know, dunk it real quick. I don't want to dunk it before
2: it gets that's
3: right. An absolute yeah. chance, but
2: so Chris mentioned earlier, we saw some uh, Zangief in action recently because as part of the state of play, Capcom show they revealed three "quote unquote" new Street Fighter Six characters, but they're familiar characters. So, you, so you got Zangief, um, Lily, and then Cammy have all been confirmed for the game, and you got to see them. Uh, big change. Uh, Geef's got uh, tights instead of the trunks, it's man. Got he's got he's got full pants. Yeah, He's an yeah. old man. He can't have it all hanging out anymore. Yeah, mm. got some knee pads on there. You know, you can't just drop people on your knees and not have that affect you long run. So, uh, uh, but man, the game just continues to look fucking amazing. <laughs> Really excited for it. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'll be there day one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Probably, yeah. It's, it's it, Street Fighter. Because it'll have a campaign mode this time, which <laughs> yes. is
3: what 5 it was, was just, missing at launch. You'll just buy a game with 10 characters in it and just have to play <laughs> a lot, I guess. Yeah,
0: I, I think Street Fighter 5 might have been the game that broke my habit of just, like, getting a fighting game and playing through the uh, the campaign repeatedly. You know, just, just going through an, uh, a CPU ladder and getting an ending. Over mm-hmm. and over again, I, like yeah, I can't do that in Street Fighter Five. Now I no longer want to do that in fighting games.
3: Right. I like um the the approach to accessibility, um Street Fighter Five or Street Fighter Six is yes, yeah. Kind of looking at the competition, realizing that like easier inputs is not necessarily the uh the shunning of complexity that has been sort of rumored to be. Uh, so right. want two button inputs instead of like whole, you know, input patterns is looking that from the beta I played seemed like a pretty interesting way to get people sort of
2: ha- in faster. Well, it's also like yeah, it gets you I think personally quicker to the the actual meta and strategy I guess of really competitive online matches, which is. Things like footsies, spacing, you know, understanding hitboxes versus, uh, you know, the whole, the initial learning curve of having to learn learn how to input the moves, which not everyone has the finger dexterity for. Mm -hmm. Like, it becomes more of that mind game, which I've only had once. I've only played a fighting game once um, enough to have gotten there. And that's when I used to, when I worked at Fox, my buddy and I would play Dead or Alive 3 at lunch. And we just played that game so much that I got to that point where I'm like, I don't I don't care about entering the moves. I know how to do all the moves. I'm more... Because that game is a rock, paper, scissor game, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like, am I going to do a reversal? Am I going to do a hold? Or am I going to do a strike? And it's like, we, we were getting to that point with each other where it's the head game of, I know you normally do this here, so I'm going to try to predict your moves and shit. And it's like, that was the most fun I've ever had with a fighting game. And if you can get people there quicker it bodes well for your competitive scene but it's also just like yeah that that's that's how you that's how you build those lifelong players and fans you know mm-hmm. like people who don't feel like me sometimes i feel like i've aged out of fighting game fandom just cuz my reflexes aren't what they used to be and stuff with games and so if they can help level that playing field that they, they theoretically like you said it becomes more accessible to more people right without but but they don't need to dumb it down completely like there should still be a learning curve you know but mm-hmm. not not necessarily just one based purely on finger dexterity, is I guess what I'm saying. And especially since it's not the only, like,
3: it's still only a half step into the full thing. It, like, the the sort of easier input mode allows you to do many things without having to do a whole lot to get it done. You, to, you don't need to hit a bunch of buttons. You worry more about timing, like you said, footsies, mm. and, and figuring out what neutral looks like, and, and all that kind of stuff, and following up and hit confirming. That's what you're worried about now. But once you get that, you can then get into the bigger, more accessible, or the more, uh, I guess, advanced, more exploratory stuff you can do when you get the full inputs back. Because you can't do everything with the limited inputs. You can do a bunch of stuff, but there's still stuff you can't do. Um, and the, the bunch of stuff you'll learn with the limited inputs will get you on the train. But if you want to get to the front of the train, you got to have to learn, you know, like everybody else does. But I think, especially with these 2D fighters where things can get really crazy. Like Tekken looks crazy, and it is but the 2d fighters are where things get super crazy because it's all about frames that but getting you
2: in is the most important part there. Um, so I'm excited 100%. about it. hundred percent. Totally agreed. So yeah, looking really looking forward to that, that, to be honest, those are kind of the most exciting parts of that, uh, state of play for me. Um, they, they announced that Baldur's gate three is coming in August, which, um, I'm not, you know, like, Hey, cool. I, I love the, the old Baldur's gate games. Um, haven't really been following the new one, but I'm, I'm excited. Um, they showed more Resident Evil 4 and confirmed that it has Mercenaries mode, which really had enjoyed my time in eight or Village mm-hmm. with Mercenaries mode. So I'm glad it's back in in the remake.
0: So. Well, yeah, four is what pioneered it. So yeah, the
3: different. Yep. I think they're probably. I don't. I wonder what version of this is going to be though, because the mercenaries that have happened since like seven and eight are different than the ones that were in four. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For I wonder if they return to like the older school mercenaries or they kind of continue to elaborate on the thing they invented
2: in 7 and 8 I don't know I mean that's, that's sort of what these remakes do right is they redefine the stuff that the originals first established so yeah maybe maybe this is the way they progress that mercenaries mode take it somewhere new but I'd be excited but it just all looks so damn pretty I don't really give a fuck like I'm right, gonna yeah, play really? it regardless yeah um let's see what else uh did they reveal there um uh, they got they showed off some new psvr two games so uh which is i honestly i feel like they needed to like they they just launched that thing and it's like if you launched psvr 2 and then your next direct didn't have any mention of vr games boy that wouldn't be a good sign i think done already yeah yep yep uh and then this one i'm really excited about because i love tetris effect so the developers behind that game Revealed a new project called Humanity, which is like—I uh, don't know if you guys saw the trailer, but it's just—it's just like this dog that leads this huge crowds of people like lemmings. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I'm intrigued. Yeah. Like, I, I well, it's just it. like one day I woke up as a dog, and mm-hmm. now I'm a cult leader, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leading my lightsaber wielding humans against the red lightsaber wielding humans.
2: It's, it it's it's weird and i'm into it and uh yeah i'm intrigued just like i it, this one's not for me um but i know there are a bunch of people really looking forward to Goodbye Volcano High which they showed more of and like mm. that game does look fucking beautiful it looks really amazing. pretty yeah but i, I just you know i i come to learn this about myself not a big just purely narrative game guy but um if you are into visual novels i guess and i hate again i hate to be reductive but Uh, yeah kind of more games that you watch and listen to and read versus uh, play then this this thing looks like uh, pretty neat so
0: i only play jvn's japanese visual novels (laughs) (laughs) i know people like that (laughs) that's true that is a thing so
2: (laughs) so yeah that, that those are the biggies from that show
0: Oh, I was actually kind of excited that the Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm thing is going it, to what it's going to like bring together the entire story that it okay, told yeah, throughout yeah, the yeah. previous games and it's like I I once played through the third one and I realized like, "Oh shit, this is really really good, and this might actually be the best way to experience the story." And, uh, so like, yeah, if, if they're bringing it all together in one place, that's kind of awesome. That has me interested.
2: Nice. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. I, I gotta confess, I've never played a Naruto X Boruto game, but, uh, so you're saying this just sort of, does it retell the story of the anime? Like just kind yeah, of note that's, for note?
0: And, 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 the story that was told in previous games. So it's kind of just bringing it all together and, uh, condensing it into one narrative. At least okay. that's, that's what I understood from the trailer. I haven't bothered to read any coverage to make sure, but there you go. So should I run Naruto-style headfirst into yes. this to embrace yes. this? Yes, into thing. Area 51, where they already have advanced copies <laughs> that my uncle from Nintendo sent <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. That's why they were all there.
2: So the other big um, event that we knew was happening that we finally we, that we got to watch was the Pokemon Presents, which was on Pokemon Day. And they announced a few different things. So, um, the Pokemon World Championship dates were revealed for this year. So, August 11th to 23rd. Look forward to that if you're into, you know, the trading card game. Scarlet and Violet, Pokemon Go. They're all just going to be competing for that title of Pokemon Master. I'm just glad Ash finally got it. He finally won it, so he he gets to retire. He doesn't need to compete this year. Um, they announced a classic version... Of the original of Pokemon Trading Card Game base set, so um, so they're calling it Pokemon Trading Card Game Classic. Funnily enough, uh, but they they didn't say much more than that. But it's it looks it looks sort of like it's like a reboot, like a return to the roots. It seems of like that a board game.
3: game, almost like here's the set, here's the original set. You can just kind of play that and like it's its own isolated form,
2: like a self contained board game, right. maybe. Yeah, could be. And it's it's called classic because it's like maybe, yeah, just here's the original first set of cards and that's all you need and pretend the other stuff doesn't exist, right? Right, so. make
3: deck space. and It's like when you buy the, the the box of cards and you kind of just make draft decks and magic or whatever. It's like
2: that, but except they're selling you the whole set. Yep, yeah. So um, they announced Pokémon Concierge, which you would think is an app that holds all your Pokémon, but no, that already exists. This is a Netflix animated series that is, um, it's is stop-motion. A stop-motion animation series coming to Netflix, all about your favorite Pokemans. So, hmm. I don't know. I looks pretty neat. Um, let's see. I'm gonna skip some of the smaller stuff. Pokemon Unite is getting some stuff. That is the Pokemon MOBA, right? Pokemon MOBA. Mm-hmm. Pokemon um, MOBA. I hear it's very fun. I just can't get into MOBAs personally, but uh, yeah. So get excited about that. Uh, a game I actually have gotten into. I you got to admit, Pokemon Cafe Remix is getting Scarlet and Violet DLC. This is that, um, it's the puzzle game, right? The the mobile puzzle game, Pokemon Cafe. Yeah, you chain, like, food together, and Pokemon visit your cafe and are the customers, and that's how you get levels. It's neat, is all I'm saying. But all this is nothing compared to the biggest announcement of the show. And no, not talking about Scarlet and Violet DLC. I'm talking about Pokemon Sleep, baby. Launching this summer. It is, a. it is an app that will mat- – it's going to track your sleeping patterns uh, and then it's going to compare your sleep with the way various Pokemon sleep and tell you how you slept, right? So, like, I guess what is the ultimate goal to sleep like Snorlax? Like, yeah, man, you've got some good Snorlax-ass yeah, yeah. restful sleep in that <laughs> one, right? Bro, you slept <laughs> like, the fuck out of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I So um, – this is a kind of, you know, they've had more than one of these tracker apps. They had the, I, I downloaded it for my kids once. There's a, a toothbrushing app where the Pokemon tell kids how long they should brush each part of their, each quadrant of their mouth, right? And it's like, yeah, it's huh. stuff to like, to help kids learn how to brush their teeth. And I'm like, fucking yeah, this is awesome, man. Like, you know, maybe find out, if you find out, from <laughs> like, Pikachu's going to tell you you have sleep apnea. I don't know. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> Hey, man, you should be a doctor. (laughs) Pika? But he always says Pika, and so you don't know that he's telling you that. Um, The Pokemon Go Plus is a new accessory that looks like a Pokeball. It's one of those things that kind of captures Pokemon for you as you walk around. Mm. Um, And so yet another way to spend money on Pokemon Go.
0: You you know that thing that's our entire game? Yeah, what if you had something that did it automatically?
3: (laughs) (laughs) What if we turned Pokemon Go into an idle game? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Really, just go walk out. Just go outside. Is all mm-hmm. what we're saying. Yeah, just we don't care go how you outside.
0: do. It. We know you're bored with it. Just go outside.
2: Yep. Uh, but it's all. Hey, but if you capture them, the Pokemon inside will sing lullabies to you, and oh. then maybe you could track your sleep and Pokemon sleep as mm-hmm. this thing's singing to you. You know, uh, I don't know. It, it does a lot of fun stuff. Um, it, it spins Pokestops for you automatically. Yeah, it, it's a thing that plays the game for you. It's insane. Hmm. Um, but then the big the the true big announcement. So Scarlet and Violet getting uh, expansions. Um, it's delivering two story expansions to the games later this year. The first of them will be available in this fall. It's called the Teal Mask. You're going to visit an area beyond the Paldea region called Kitakami. Mm. And then the second one is called the Indigo Mask. And that is releasing winter of 2023 uh, where you will be attending Blueberry Academy as an exchange student. Of so, course. Uh, to be honest, I didn't rush to pre-order this because I got to finish mm-hmm. Pokémon Violet first. But um, mm-hmm. but if that if I really like that game, now I know I have more to look forward to. All right. And then final bit of news that is non-Pokémon related. Um, by the way, Nintendo skip an E3 this year. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so, so am I, so...
0: Yeah, kind of crazy, <laughs> but, you know, there, there are a bunch of probable reasons why. Like, you know, it is... A physical show. I know E3 is quite expensive If they and it's going to be happening after their upcoming major release, Tears of the Kingdom. So, like, if they don't have anything big to show off, uh, why go to the expense when Nintendo Directs are reaching their fans more effectively?
2: And that's sort of the story they said is, is um, they didn't yeah, they the announcement didn't position it as like a thing they would never go back. It was just this didn't line up with our plans for this right. year. Yeah, right. It's but a bit of a bummer though in that the most extravagant booths I've ever been to at E three, like the most extravagant I ever saw was the Breath of the Wild booth. Like that booth mm. was amazing. You guys remember that one where it's like mm. just that was the only one it was really you couldn't get into it unless you waited in line or had an appointment. Like mm-hmm. and, and it was like this in. It was like a uh, kind of a fortress castle with, like, the big, huge you know, monsters in there and stuff. And, um, yeah, then they, one year they did a full Pokemon Stadium as as their booth. Like, they, they do have some of the best booths. I just
0: remember sure. the uh, Twilight Princess one that had the animatronic uh, wolf link.
2: Oh, yeah. It would See, actually so move
0: its head and howl and stuff.
2: But I think, Michael, you also did touch upon, like, look, they just did a direct and they had millions of viewers. They're mm-hmm. They're... They're Nintendo. People yeah. will show up if they if they turn on the fucking camera. That's as Jeff Gersman was saying this week on his show. It's like we're Nintendo. We turn on the camera, people tune in. Like yeah, they don't exactly. They I think don't a lot need of the ESA for that,
3: especially the big ones, uh, the big sort of publishers realize that they don't need E3 as much as they did. Uh, E3 not happening for three years is kind of like illustrated, I think, to a lot of people that getting mm-hmm. directly to the consumer is maybe just as effective. Uh, and yeah. even if it's not just as
2: effective like it's a little less effective but it's a way cheaper um, yeah and turns out it's way dis- way less disruptive to your dev cycle if you don't yeah. make your devs pause me mid yeah. <laughs> development yeah. to Fly create a bespoke demo for easy. LA yeah. for yeah. whatever
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah well people also forget um yeah E3 isn't necessarily for the public or even for the press it's for buyers yeah. it's for like you know buyers of uh retailers who come to play the games and decide what their orders are going to be for the coming year. So
2: E3 is for the children, mm-hmm. just like the Wu-Tang. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Old Dirty Bastard and E3, mm-hmm. <laughs> same guys. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what E3's future. I mean, that, that was the last big holdout, right? Cause Sony and Microsoft hadn't been there for a few years now. And it's like, but Nintendo always was like, okay, yeah. And now that it's officially back and technically back, it is, it is a little shocking that Nintendo is bowing out. So yeah, we shall see. This but is uh, true. hey, that's all the news that's fit to play. And this, we should also tell you, uh, sorry, Chris had to duck out yeah. he had some technical troubles. He, he'd, forward-
0: he'd like to plug uh, the concept of Irish goodbyes and uh, <laughs> also minstrel shows for some reason.
3: <laughs> the minstrel show goodbye. Ugh, Infamous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the community segment, which is always a segmenting our community uh, last week's question of the week was: uh, What's a franchise you'd like to see pull an Ishin and tell a new story that recasts familiar characters in new roles? Uh, Jarrett, do you? Is there one you'd like to see? Um. So I know
3: further down this list is a great example um, of one that is definitely true that I agree with, um, hmm. a wrestling-themed one. But I'll let Ooh. that person answer that. Okay. Um, okay. Second would probably be The Witcher. Um, okay. Okay. I think it'd be very, because The Witcher itself as a as a novel and as a eventual TV show and games are all kind of were written as like a low fantasy version of like gumshoe detective novels in the fifties.
2: Ah, oh, that's great! That, wow. So mm-hmm. what yeah, if, that is a great way? What to if
3: Geralt was know. a gumshoe detective in the fifties?
0: Oh damn! Yeah. Okay.
3: What if Jennifer walked in with a long cigarette and like sat at the desk and was like, "My husband's trying to kill me, but I'm mm-hmm. going to kill him first and get the insurance money." <laughs> like, I think,
2: I, yeah, okay.
3: And I think the I think the games may open the door for that because Siri can actually travel the dimensions. Um. So what if she did? Mm-hmm. And, and you got different you got the
2: love triangle bit right with Jennifer right. and uh, what's her name?
3: Tris Tris Tris
2: Tris. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. It, it writes. Itself. It's a good answer, yeah. And he, he kind of whispers. He's got that voice, like a, right. Like this man CD is a detective. detective. This, this mm. man is Dick Tracy. <laughs> that just happens to fight giant monsters right. and get amped up on drugs before he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like any good detective in the forties, really.
0: It's true. Mm, I have to call Dandelion for help on my two-way radio. Watch. <laughs> Um, well, on com, first to respond was Giant GiantShortStacks, who says, Kunio-kun no Jidaigeki Daio Zenin Shugo, which was localized as downtown special Kunio-kun's historical period drama in the recent bundle of River City and Double Dragon games, technically isn't set in feudal Japan. Like fellow NES game Mario 3, it's actually a stage play being put on by Kunio and the rest of the River City teens. Mm. Why the school is putting on such an elaborate production starring delinquents, (laughs) I don't know, but it's a great game. More of that, please. Let me root and toot around the Old West getting in bar fights or see what River City looks like in the the cyberpunk future. Hell, throw up a samurai shampoo esque disclaimer that mocks you for wanting historical accuracy, and let me punch dinosaurs in one million BC.
2: Okay, yeah, that right. makes sense. Yeah. The
0: Kunioku games have gone everywhere else, so why not? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, by genre they go very wide, so why mm-hmm. not also with the setting?
0: love it.
2: I do like the old west idea of just like yeah, imagine the Kunio-kun games where they're just kind of drunk cowboys beating up an entire town full of people. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you could do that. Yeah. They kind of um
3: flirt with the concept in River City Girls 2, um which I reviewed for IGN, go check that out. Nice. Nice. Um nice. Where there's like there's like a small piece that en- ends up being like a old school detective um mini game where you have to like search for clues in the school or something like that. But every time you go into a room where there's a clue it's black and white and like a an old like like little jazz bar riff plays while you're like searching through trash or whatever um, and there's like a little zombie sort of apocalypse section as well so I think the game recognizes that these characters are such so, such as are designed in such a way that they would absolutely fit anywhere <laughs> they could just be them wherever you put them and yeah. you'll get it you They're get totally it by now.
2: Cipher characters, absolutely.
3: Right.
0: And and if you like the idea of a River City Ransom game that starts in the Old West and then just goes all over the place, I recommend Slaps and Beans, uh, yes, a video game version of the uh, filmography of the great Terrence Hill and Bud Spencer. <laughs> you
2: can find that game on sale for like three dollars. It's on Switch. Yeah. I want to say it's um, on. I
0: think it's on Switch and a few other platforms. But yeah, yeah it's yeah, great. Yeah, check it out. And I think Michael looks like one of
2: the characters. Anyway, uh, Vocalic or Vocalic says, I think Hitman is a prime series for a weird recasting spinoff. You could put 47 and Diana in any situation that requires people to die, and they'd be a great fit. The Old West, Mafia, Ancient Rome, or even an East Asian setting with ninja or samurai sneakily killing targets is always fun, especially with 47's dark humor. And to that I would say... I mean that's sort of what the Hitman games are, right? Each of those levels now with this world of assassination does sort of feel like a spin off game. It's it's like yeah, let's mm. see what ridiculous situation we can put Agent Forty Seven in today. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think if
3: it if it trapped him in the actual sort of time period, sort of constraints as well, I think that may be interesting. Like, what if he was trying to tiptoe through a place like a, a like a American Revolution, like? small mm. like downtown Boston like how does he mm. sneak through with like an point. eight he has one shot with this uh powder right. rifle yes. ever yes. because yes. you reload reloaded in time like what it
2: that's okay well what he would do is he would throw the musket at you and it would follow them around corners and chase them <laughs> <Yeah. for entire laughs> yeah. city it would blocks. stick into their
3: brain and not kill them so he just walks around with the musket <laughs> in his neck
2: fuck those games are so good and so dumb yeah. and that's why yeah I'd love to see that shit give me sci-fi agent 47 why not
0: you know Jet, do, do you want to read Gogo Goldberg?
3: Sure. Uh I think fighting games are perfect for casting into other game genres. They have a large cast of characters with diverse looks and personalities that can be modified to fit a given scenario. I would personally love to see Street Fighter crew in different types of games. Guile with the steel flat type of the cyberpunk thriller, Hakan and as an oily business <laughs> capitalist in <laughs> a <laughs> management sim. Come on. Chun-Li, a Xena warrior princess-style sword and sorcery saga. With mm. such a mm. deep bench of characters, the genre combinations are endless and entertaining.
2: I So I do have to point out, Mortal Kombat sort of tried this. Yeah, I was
3: going to say, I think, <laughs> didn't Mortal Kombat do this once or twice?
2: Sub-Zero Adventures, wasn't it? it was, yeah, uh, um, Mortal Kombat
0: this, mythology, Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero.
3: Jax had yeah, one, yeah. Yeah. and yeah, yeah. Sub-Zero had one. Shaolin and then they monks. added like a side game, yeah, Shaolin Monks, and then they kind of just put Shaolin Monks in one of the games. Uh, and then they do like the dungeon, the dungeon crawl portion. Now in the last two modern ones, they yep. like, <laughs> Nether Realm loves adventure in their Mortal Kombat games. They're, yeah, they're yeah. trying weird shit all the time.
2: That's why those games are one of like the best values in gaming, though. It's because like yeah, you're never just getting a fighting game; you're getting an epic uh, campaign story that's going to last twenty hours plus some other game. They th- I think they put a cart racer in one of those games once. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. Uh, and the official Laser Time community on Facebook. Uh, Samuel Moon says, WWE as a mafia game. There you I- go. Imagine Vince McMahon as the Dawn, Ric Flair as a rival mob boss. Triple Ooh. H, loyal to Flair, falls in love with Stephanie McMahon. The Undertaker earned his name because he is Vince's number one assassin. Meanwhile, Bret Hart works for Flair as the hitman. Oh, sh! While Triple H is trying to balance a secret romance with Stephanie alongside his loyalty to the Nature Boy. Meanwhile, there's a new gang in town. The Bloodline, led by the (laughs) tribal chief, Roman Reigns, who has his council, Paul Heyman, and the twins...
2: Consigliere, Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Consigliere,
0: Paul Heyman, and the twins, Jimmy and Jay Uso... Sending a message to his rivals that Stanford, Connecticut is his territory now. I okay. Yes,
2: I I see it. And mm-hmm. it does make you realize how ridiculous wrestling storylines are. But yeah, right. it's just that. It's mm-hmm.
3: interesting how uh, a lot of wrestling does a lot of this already. Like, mm-hmm. trying to create genre fiction in its own sort of trappings. Like, this, what he's described with the bloodline is exactly how the bloodline's
2: been portrayed for the past three years. And, and actually, everything he described here... Was an actual WWE storyline right, at some point? Um, Triple H did fall in love with Stephanie McMahon in kayfabe and real life. So.
3: The Bullet <laughs> Club in Japan was is designed to appear like a yakuza sort of crime syndicate. Uh, yeah, that's why they yep. called Kenny the Cleaner. He was supposed to come in after and be the most brutal and the, the crazy, wild-eyed white dude. You can't yep. <laughs> he's, don't know don't, want, don't know don't know how this guy's gonna react to anything. Um, yep, I think the WWE has done something like this before. Um, they had like a side-scrolling like him uh, up where you had to save someone from, uh, from Titan towers or something like that. forget get the punch your way through the streets. Basically. Are you serious? Um, they, they flirt with this idea pretty regularly in the past, uh, few two K games where in their story mode, where you're like, have to make a dude and he becomes a pro wrestler. Um, especially in two K 20, the one nobody likes, um, that whole story mode is like, there's a whole middle of that game where it's just like fantasy, basically. Um, and a lot of the DLC or fantasy, like the Fiend isn't just like a dude dressed up as a clown, he actually lives in a nightmare world. And like you have to fight him through mm. the nightmare world. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I think if anything is like prime for some bullshit like this, it's absolutely Wrestling. Arrested Very game. true.
2: Yeah. Speaking of some bullshit, uh, Cody Smith says in the first <laughs> Borderlands game, uh, Borderlands being bull- the bullshit, not Cody Smith, uh, there was a lot of emphasis on exploring as a treasure seeker which I don't think the rest of the series had as strong of, a, of an emphasis on. No, I think you're right. Like, that, that is definitely the premise of those games, but they're, it's like that one line set up, like, yeah, you're a treasure hunter, and now all this other shit. Uh, you know, handsome jackets. Anyway, I think it would be cool for the Borderlands team to make a game in the style of the Metroid Prime games. The Prime games are, in my opinion, more about exploring and solving puzzles than a near-singular focus on combat. Having a Borderlands game where you're exploring uninhabited planets for the treasure in their vaults would be an interesting idea. For instance, fighting unique flora and fauna with specific weapon types and restricted weapon inventory seems rad. Discovering weapons with specific elemental or abilities uh, which will expand your ability to travel to other planets, etc. Okay, so there's your Metroidvania stuff, right? Um, love the show, guys. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Jarrett, do, do you want to do a Say God CD there? Sure. My answer is similar to
3: Matt. I would take the Final Fantasy VII cast and go with an original concept of the game, which is a detective story. Make it the style of a film noir where Zack is the main character who owns a detective agency with Cloud.
2: Wait, are you God CD? Because this was your idea, but with Witcher characters. <laughs> I'm not,
3: but I feel like maybe I am. Question mark. <laughs>
2: Like apparently a, d- a popular genre to pop into is yeah just detective yeah. noir. Detective so why not? Why not? Yeah. I never like think of Zack as a,
3: as a particularly sort of aware dude though.
2: Right. Yeah, as an as a detective, he's like the most clueless detective.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. He's not which could be its own story, right? Like he's, he's the, the worst detective. Gadget of detectives. <laughs> like yeah, he's, he's the
0: <laughs> um who's your sidekick in Judgment? He's
2: Oh, um, yes, I forget his name now, but yes, I know the guy, the guy with the amazing shirts.
0: Yeah, he'd be like that guy and Cloud would be like the main detective. (laughs) It's like that can be the muscle. That works. Uh, Shy Guy Fieri says, I want to see a big crossover between fighting game franchises, including Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Virtual Fighter, Dead or Alive, The King of Fighters, and maybe even more. But instead of being a fighting game, I want it to basically be the life sim parts of Persona, with each franchise represented by its own high school. Ooh, I like this. The player can choose which school they want to attend. Mortal Kombat High is in the shady part of town, but it has the most diversity with exchange students from other realms. Meanwhile, DOA High student body is 90% female. That's where you'll find me. Seeing all these characters in this setting provides so many possibilities. Akuma is Street Fighter High's grouchy football coach. Kazuya, teen father to baby Jin, is embarrassed when his dad shows up for career day. <laughs> Sheng Tsung is always cheating on tests. Rose and Sindel are sexy teachers who get in trouble for sleeping with their students. Gross. There could even be characters from other franchises, like Mega Man could be Street Fighter High's mascot, or Kazuma Kiryu could be the principal at Virtual Fighter High. And uh, after school, all the characters meet up at Makeout point for some fun, but you know a fight's gonna break out at some point. Really, I just want to take my Shiranui to the prom. Is that too much to ask? It is a, a Shy Guy Fury tweet. You knew he had to go there with mm-hmm. the teachers at yeah, some point. Yeah, so. I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, um, don't want to lose my Yakuza fan card. It's uh, Kaido. Kaido is the, is the uh, sidekick. Kaido. Yeah. Thank you,
0: thank you. Uh, new question of the week. R- n- that's of a question than a command. Make a game series better by adding wrestling moves. Um, yeah, I'm going to say... Gundam, just to to pull that out of my pocket. Uh, it really, it could be any mecha game, because I'm sure somebody's going to come at me and say, like, oh, well, in this Gundam the series, it was all about wrestling. But I, I just think, like, giant robots wrestling is a cool idea. Especially like, if you can make it something like War of the Monsters, where they're destroying entire cityscapes as they do it. Because, you know, building a giant ring, who's going to do that when you've got a ready-made, destructible city? All, all good to go. Um... But Yeah. What, what, how about you guys? What 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 genre becomes better if you add wrestling? I think we can
3: all agree that Hades was a pretty good game. Mm. But what if Hades had more mm. wrestling?
2: Grappling, well, grappling in Hades instead mm. of a bespoke weapon like one of the weapons right. is sort of like a grapple.
0: Yeah. Hades three pankration.
3: That so that's kind of where I was going. The Greek, the Greek loved the wrestle. It's oh, like yeah. their whole shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if Hades, Zagreus's father, recognized the power of his size and yeah. uh, his uh, very apparent immortality and his unique connection with the world of the un- of the undead and uh, realized he didn't need any of his weapon shit. Like, I'm tired of my son trying to escape. I'm tired of him talking back to me specifically. So what if I just grabbed his little fucking head with my giant hands mm-hmm. and threw him across the ring?
2: Yeah, I mean that that'd be a pretty killer boss fight. Yeah, there at the end of that game. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. get get an audience. Uh, Medusa going through the, the the crowd selling snacks.
2: Yeah, there's a whole boss with
3: with an audience. Just go to the coliseum where they're all cheering for you anyway. True. I think the what's his name the, Min, uh, the Minotaur was kind of like that. He kind yeah, of yeah, he, did was, a, a, he like, was a bit of a pro wrestler. Uh, but what a, if we'd like ropes, clotheslines, Irish
2: whips, like get into it? Yeah. I'm down. I mean, yeah. I'd mean, i love to see them add something new, a new mechanic like that to the sequel, which maybe they will. We don't know. Um, my answer is not original, but it's something that has been lost in recent years that I wish we could recapture. Um, there was a little game series at one point called NBA Jam that used to let you have pretty dirty moves there on the floor and you kind of take out other guys and stuff. And like, we sort of lost that. And then, you know, we talked about NFL Blitz, right? And sports games in general there used to be the the street series right ea had uh nfl street and nba street where you could you could pull off some some more of the dirty moves in there and like i really miss that and i just happen to have a sneaking suspicion there's a whole lot of pro basketball and football players who are wrestling fans because i've seen them at wrestling pay-per-views uh, dennis rodman made it kind of had a second career in wrestling like it it happens they become fans and like let them live out those fantasies. Look, we, I would have said Def Jam, but Def Jam already did it with an amazing fighting series. So I'm saying bring wrestling moves back to an extreme version of, of sports games. Give me NBA Jam or NBA Street with wrestling moves or, or yeah, NFL Blitz back where they can just let us fight dirty. Because it's make-believe. We're, we know you're not supposed to do this. It's not glorifying the real violence. It's fake violence. It, that's video games. Come on. Give it to me.
0: Actually, I'm going to change my answer to Castlevania, because then we could have Wrestlevania, uh, <laughs> which was mm-hmm. one of the two titles of uh, this Midnight Arcade Play Your Way book, which not Choose Your Own Adventure book that I got sent a few years ago and never talked about on the show. So, excellent Ernesto Cousins 3 and Wrestlevania together in one, uh, one volume. Look for it. It's from Penguin Workshop. Whatever. I remember
2: that. I remember mm-hmm. that, and it's... Um... I just love the, yeah, instead of Wrestlemania Wrestlevania uh, mm-hmm. Wrestlevania 36 from Transylvania, sure, let's make it yeah, happen
0: Wrestle, Wrestle uh, Creatures of the Night, yep. sounds awesome. yeah, sounds
2: awesome Yeah, what year is Wrestlemania this year, Jared? Is it 36 uh, already? 39 Oh god so oh, 38 or 39
0: I lost track after 3 <laughs> <laughs> Good lord uh, Alright, so what game series would you add wrestling to? Let us know, go to com. answer to the comments for episode 513 Alternately, you can hit us up on the official Laser Time community on Facebook There'll be a thread there where you can answer or ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse and we will read the answers on next week's show Anyway, that's been our show, let's go out with some plugs uh, Jarrett, once again uh, where can people find you? Is there anything specific that you're working on that you'd like people to keep an eye out for or go to? Um, the easiest out? way to
3: find me is on Twitter at Jarrett John. Uh, I tweet a lot, usually about wrestling.
0: Yeah, that's, It's Jarrett J-A-W-N. Like, are, yes. are you from Philly, by the way?
3: Yeah, I work in Philly.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Uh,
3: for about 15, 16 years.
0: Uh, a very versatile uh, noun, John.
3: Um, the most the bulk of my professional game related work is at IGN.com, uh, the Imagine Games Network. I am working on something <laughs> for them.
0: It hasn't been that for ages. You mean, you mean um, Snowball.com? <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> I mean OneUp.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I am working on something redacted, so uh, you'll see that soon. Um, otherwise. I have started a blog where I write about wrestling um, with the intention of maybe doing so professionally. I haven't tried it before. only started, like, two months ago, so we'll see what happens. Um, just released a thing two days ago, I think, um, about the
2: great Muda, who was my favorite wrestler. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, Jerry, you know it's not real, right? You know you know that the matches are fixed, right? It's real to me, damn it. Yeah, thank you. I was waiting for someone to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, I will go ahead and plug, as always, Patreon.com slash time is where you go for all of your patron needs. I don't know. Uh, that's where that's where the extra shit is, the bonus stuff. A lot of cool shows, uh, commentaries on movies are there. We got um, spoiler casts for Vigi games. we do every once in a while there. We got special, like our game of the year, like behind the scenes looks into how we record those is there. So there's a lot of video game content and then other laser time content um, where or you can just go give us a buck you can sign up for a buck a month just a little tip but uh, I do recommend the $5 or more level because that's that's what gets you access to the good stuff so that's at patreon.com slash laser time patreon.com slash laser time
0: as always you can find us online at vggameapocalypse.com uh, or on twitter at vgapocalypse and you can follow me personally on twitter at wikiparas that's w-i-k-i p-a-r-a-z Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening. See you next week.
1: the show is terrible and you hate what you're doing, remember, I'm sad. Mm. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, was, I thought you were Whatever. going, remember, I do this for a living. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Great, no, great no. starting. That's a, energy. A, that's a title I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. Yeah. All right. I'm sad. The show.
0: Okay, here we go. This episode is cursed. 513. Let's
1: go. <laughs> I'm going to make it weird.